Let's roll. Good morning. Happy Saturday. Happy October 17th. How are you guys doing today? Great, great. Good, great. Well, wait a minute. We just heard that everybody was still drunk. So are we great or are we still drunk? <laughs> not drunk. I'm tired. You're tired. Yeah. Well, you only can masturbate so many times at night. It's, it is what it is. It is what it is. But the, so show wanna, young, but the morning's young. <laughs> right. Uh, so we want to welcome Jose Rivera, Detroit Forever. How you doing, brother? I'm good, brother. How you doing? What's up, Enrique? Uh, I'm tired. I wouldn't say I was. <laughs> I'm drunk. I'm, I'm tired. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know. I hear that. Yeah, I'm just tired. Um, so are you good, Tori? Oh, is that you? I'm good. No. Okay. So... Let's let's talk first, and then we can go into um, you know whatever the rest of the show is. So, Jose Rivera had um, born in uh, born in Puerto Rico, New York, New York. Okay, born yep. in New York. Um, mom's from Puerto Rico. Uh, yep. Originally moved to Detroit as a as a child. Um, grew up in Southwest Detroit. Uh, a product of Southwest Detroit, served two stents, a seven and a 10, uh, incarcerated. Um, got out in 2017 yep. um, and uh, started Detroit Forever in 2018. Is that correct? Yes. That is correct. Uh, some ideas that uh, were on the mind, I guess, when you were incarcerated. So, Tell me, um, what was the inspiration about coming up with the logo? I know we talked yesterday. You said uh, you had a guy that, because you, you didn't think you were much of a drawer. So yeah. you had a guy that said, you told him, hey, can you draw this for me? And he kind of picked your brain and you guys came up with the logo. So. Yeah. Tell me a little bit what was in the head to come up with. And I know you mentioned it on previous shows. You had, you yeah. said that like the, the stars, this yeah. and that. Tell me a little bit about the concept. Not, we know you, we, you could tell me about the meaning, but tell yeah. me what was the mind when you were thinking about this logo. And I know you said you were kind of frustrated because uh, I don't know if anybody knew, but Jose had, he was promoting, um, another t-shirt line uh, yeah. the previous before he got incarcerated yeah, it was another yeah, okay. it was another friend of his yeah. um, and it kind of got I guess got the ball rolling correct it got yeah. the mind spinning some yeah. light bulb went off and said you know what this might be my thing right but I have to come up with my own concept so exactly. tell me about your concept what was your thought process on that uh I had to figure out 
like uh what it was that I was kind of like good at and I used to promote at clubs as well uh you wouldn't tell by how often I go out but <laughs> <laughs> um but I used to promote at clubs so and obviously you know you sell drugs so you network so I I figured networking is something that I could do I guess fairly well so right. uh when I started with the clothing line with Edgar, you know, he asked me to help him promote it, which was Porter Rock Gear. Um, that kind of like sat with me the whole time. The whole time I was in there, I was like, it was just a good experience. I liked, I liked the vibe of it. So uh, I just told myself, you know, networking, clothing, I kind of like it. Maybe it's something I can get into when I get out. So uh, actually, man, it was like, it, it just seemed to just like come to my head on what I wanted to do with it. You know, like everything just came like almost like an epiphany, bro, like a discovery, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like I just, like it just, that's what was sitting in my head. You know, I didn't even, it wasn't like I just sit at, I just looked at it. It was sitting in my head and <clears throat> me and Eli sat down. This is what I told him. He said, what are you, what are you thinking? And then I explained to him, I want a circle with stars. I don't want this over here. I explained it to him exactly the way it looks. In detail. And, yeah, in detail. <laughs> and actually, Edgar actually designed the logo that's behind Alex. Uh, when I came home, I told him that I wanted a specific logo that would represent the brand. Um, You're talking about Edgar, Edgar Torres designed that logo. That, the black, and the, yep, the gold, that one right there. Okay. That was his, he designed that for me when I came home. I said, hey, I want something shiny. I want something black and gold. I want something nice. I want something to stand out that that but that's my company logo. I don't I don't design anything with it. I just use it for that specific reason. So, okay. Mm -hmm. So tell me about and I know you've discussed about it, but these guys might have not heard. So mm -hmm. tell me what the the stars mean. The, yeah. the you know tell me a little bit about that. Uh, like I said, the circle <clears throat> represents the community that we're from. You know, Southwest. You know, for me, it's just a you know, it's a community I grew up in. I love it. You know, so I can you know like our circle. Uh, the stars that I use are actually nautical stars. Uh, so they're, not just, they're not just plain stars, you know. Well, those are diamonds, so that one's different. Uh, the one I, I don't have it on this one, but it's on this one. But the nautical stars that are on the regular logo, uh, those represent kind of like for water, navigation through water. That's the meaning of a nautical star. And uh, for me, it's five points, five great lakes. So that's, you know, also part of my design. And then that wreath on the bottom stands for victorious and uh, triumphant. So I use that at the bottom to just kind of like uh, representation of, you know, things that I've overcome and, you know, gotten over and a whole new mindset. So awesome. when you say, when you say water, that. when you say water, uh, is it because, um, you know, I guess I gotta, I'm going to reference Bruce Lee. Be water, yes. my friend. Is mm -hmm. it? Is it because water is so pure? What? 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 It, tell me a little bit. What, uh, what, know, why water? Uh, you know, because we we represent the five great lakes. You know, we mm -hmm. have okay. the five greatest lakes in the country. You know, and and everyone just doesn't. You know, when you, when you hear Detroit, everyone thinks ghetto hood and all that. But you know, there's more to Michigan other than that. You know, we got, like I said. So to me, it was like a subliminal way to just represent and show those five great lakes. So I just used the nautical star because I just, you know, kind of put it together as a, like okay. an artist type, creative type mentality. You know what I'm saying? So. Okay. So as a child um, growing up, yeah. and I know you talked about it, 
uh, on previous shows. We talked about it yesterday. Yeah. Um, you're as a child, you're growing up. Your mom is dating somebody. Owns V West because V West used to be a gas station. Gas station. You guys, wow. You, yeah, you guys. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. You guys, you guys are living this American dream, right? Your mom's dating somebody from Puerto Rico, yeah. and everything's grooving, right? As a child, you're like, hey, this is cool. I, I you know, uh, I have siblings. You know, we we have a good life. Yep. Something dramatic happens. Your mom's boyfriend says, you know what? I don't like this place anymore. I want to go back to Puerto Rico. And life stops for you guys. Yeah, it you just and changed. You, it just changed radically. I mean, yeah. you're talking about a 360 because <laughs> now, now your mom's a single mom, right? Yeah. Struggling, probably working all kinds of jobs to pay the yeah. bills. Yep, working out of cleaners. Um, right. Yeah. Um, and she puts you guys first. As a Latina mom, I understand yeah. that. You guys are first. So yeah. she's going to want, you know, I want my kids to have the best. So yeah. things, things, other things suffer, possibly yeah. Bill. uh, like bills, like bills, yeah. rent. Yeah. So you come home as a child and this has got to be a huge dramatic change for you because now you had everything and yeah. now, now you come home, the lights are off Yeah. and you're and you're telling mommy, you know, paso? what happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. what, what happened? Yeah. Oh, me hold this or that or you know what I mean? Like you wanted those new Jordans, right? Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? You yeah. wanted that. You wanted that. You wanted them them clothes. You know, I want to make sure you look good. You know, I want you guys to have the best. And yeah. you know what I mean? I'm not make. I'm not able to make ends meet. You have an older brother. Yeah. Six years older than you. Yeah. And you tell you pull him to the side because I know we had a discussion. You yeah. pull him to the side and says, "You're the man in the house." What's up? Yeah. What we what is do. what is it? Yeah. What is his response? Well, at that time, before anything, uh, that's when we started throwing house parties. Remember, uh, mm -hmm. everyone thought you thought they were DJ Dan, or someone thought they were DJ. Yeah, Dan. I was DJ. Thought they were Dan G. DJ Ben. So, how so old what, are you at this age? Ah, uh, man, we're probably eighty-five. I'm thirteen. Okay. At this time, I'm already selling weed, though. You know what I mean? So <clears> I okay. wasn't thinking about paying bills. Uh, when we lived on Central, we used to throw parties on Central. I remember the address, 5462 Central. Damn. Hey. <laughs> we'd see him on, we'd see, and that house ain't even there anymore. Right. Uh, we, right. we, we had Sam Soto in California now, uh, who we'll talk about later what the show, because he's also still in, uh, he's much part of my life right now as he was in 85. Uh, we'd have him wow. draw flyers, and uh, we started selling uh, beer, Kegs of beer, you get all the beer you can drink, and uh, five dollars to get in, and we'd have these basement quick, parties. Quick. Yeah, real quick. Everyone, everyone was coming. You know, everyone would come, and that's how that was his resolution for it. You know, uh, but you know, house parties only last so long, and uh, people get tired of coming, or you get fights, and then you know, your mom kind of says, "Hey, you know, that's yeah. enough with the house parties. You guys are tearing up the house." You know. Right. So you're you're having these house parties. Who's your yeah. DJ at that point? Is oh, it? Man, is we, at the time, we used to have uh, Babel TNT right. with uh, wow, wow. Uh, we had we've had the Latin Rascals back boy. in the day. Yep, we've Damn. had uh, Top Secret, which was Edgar actually Edgar, right. Robert, and myself like a little crew. Edgar was and Robert were the DJs mostly. Yeah, I was more like the hype man. man. <laughs> yeah, we've had all uh, Scorpio. We've mm -hmm. had uh, 
Master Mix, which was uh, uh, Joshua. Uh, we've had many DJs. It was just always, sometimes we'd have two or three DJs, you know, like they do now, right. the guest DJs. We used to do right. that back in 85 at the house parties. So, I mean, we, you know, that was a, a way to make ends meet, you know. Or just then. guys would show up, DJs would show up probably, and you'd be like, hey, you know, I mean, that's just, yeah, they all, you know, you everyone know. would come in and just say, hey, man, let me just DJ or, you know, everyone hear right. about it. They see you. Or, you know, <clears> my <throat> brother used to reach out to all them guys and, you know, stuff like that. You know, at that time I was younger. I was just, you know, a kid who wanted to just probably make a few hundred dollars at that time. You know, it wasn't mm -hmm. until we moved on Gilbert that we kind of had that difference of opinion on how we was, the house parties wasn't working like they used to. So that's when I kind of stepped to my brother, like, you know, what are we going to do here? You know what I'm saying? What's, what's popping, you know, what's, what, what's going to happen, you know? Right. You know, I don't know if he was working at the time. I can't remember, but and not to discredit my brother because he's a great dude. Right. But, you know, in my opinion, I looked at it like, okay, something's got to be done, like, rapidly. So that's when I just said, okay, well, I'll start doing this. And so, my so we can pay these bills, you know? <laughs> you're doing house parties at 13, selling weed. Yeah. Um it's making money. It's putting change in your pocket, right? It's getting yeah. you to cool outfits again. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. use damage, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right? It's putting gas in your, your, your elite, elite scooter. Elite yeah. scooter, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, you guys moved. You guys started doing parties at, at, at Daniel's and, and Gilbert and all these parties. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? It's still not making and what not. we needed to make. Yeah, it's definitely not. So you get approached by a guy and says, look, you need to sound paquetes. You need to sound yeah. eight this balls. Was, yeah. And you need to break can, it up. Yeah. I need, I need to, you know, you could hook, I could hook you up doing this. You're selling little joints, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, all right, whatever, you know, I'll try it out. Right. So then we go to house parties. You start selling paquetes. You know, everyone kind of knows what those are. Um, you know, you sell them here and there. You know, you get an eight ball, you make 16 packs and Make you know right. four or five dollars off that. You get two eight balls, you make eight hundred bucks. So yeah. how old are you then? Oh, that time probably fifteen. Okay. Yeah, so 15, so fifteen. Now you're not you're not making a couple hundred dollars. Now you're making more money. Yeah, you make thousands. More money. Thousands. <laughs> you know, well, you we're make, gonna get to that. So you yeah. you you now you say, mommy. Here's the here's the dinero. Yeah. Make sure you pay the the light bill. Make sure some, that shit stays on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's some food for groceries, whatever, right? Yep. Um, and then it get you get in deeper because then you're saying, yeah. you know what? I want more money. I want, I want the car. I want the jewelry. Mm -hmm. yeah. I want all those things. I want the bitches, right? Yeah. I want the girls. I want the hoes. I want everything, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you see this, right? It's all part. Yeah, it's all part of it, you know. Right because uh, life imitates reality, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So you, you know, you, you're like, hey, I want this. So you're, you're selling paquetes and, and then you meet somebody and says, look, you're doing it all wrong. Let's do it this way. Right. So he tells you, you need to do this. So right. go into that story. So then uh, my... Uh... <laughs> Actually, it was old, my old brother-in-law. You know, he was like, hey, man, this is what you need to do. You kind of need to, uh, instead of doing the way you're doing, you're going to put yourself in harm's way. You know, you need to fall back, do it this way, give it to people, uh, mm -hmm. give them a few dollars. It's kind of like the bag, you know, you give them a pretty much. Bag. 
not to cut you off, Jose, but no, like pretty much, pretty much, no more nickel and diming. Yeah, well, you know, just don't put yourself in harm's way at that time. You know? Right, at the same time, um, right. Yeah, at the same time, don't put yourself in harm's way. Try to see if you can, you know, sit back. He said, you're going to end up getting locked up. You know, he was like, because it's just part of the game. You know, he said, you're putting yourself out there, you're selling paquetes, mm -hmm. you know, so don't put yourself in harm's way. You right, know? So, right. you know, you get other people to do it for you. You pay them a few dollars. You know, everyone's happy that way. You know, that so, way you another person gets as well as making money. You know, mm -hmm. you look at right. you look at it like you're looking mm -hmm. out for them, and you know, you don't realize back then you put another individual in harm's way. You know, right. so and it was you, like, who can you trust? I mean, you know, yeah. at the same time. Yeah, for sure. So now you're making eight hundred, a thousand dollars a day. On, right? on the weekends, not every on the week. Oh, I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, just yeah. just roughly. So now. Okay. During the, week, during the week, I'm working at Shoe Fair. During the week, I'm okay. Right. <laughs> Low key. So you, yeah, so yeah. you got your government job, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got, and then you got your dope gang on the weekends. Yeah, plus you get dope. a discount on the Jordans. Yeah, right. come on. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, so Tori, Shoe Fair used to be on Fourth Street in Southwest Detroit. I don't know if you ever okay. seen it, or remember that, but that's where everybody went to get their shoes. Yeah. So you're making some money now. You got money. You got some. You got some stacks. Now, now you. And how old are you at this point? Uh, in between 15, 17. You know, okay. at that time, you know, I met someone else. I met another guy. Right. We'll go into that. Yeah, and then so, uh, yeah. you know, so it's kind of a transition thing at that time. Mm -hmm. from the age. Right. You know, when we was on mopeds, we we was on elites and shit like that. We just uh, right. kind of the bomb. You know, we had radios. Hell you know, so yeah. We, so we spending our money that we make, we're putting it all into these mopeds, you know. And, you know, everyone, yeah, and, I, and I remember being like nine, nine, eight, nine, ten years old and seeing the elites passing me by. You know, I grew up on, you know, on, on pretty much where, you know, in southwest Detroit. Yeah. Clark Street between yep. Scott and Clark. And we'd always be they over were, there. They yeah. were whipping everywhere. And I know yeah. you was around everywhere. <laughs> probably, you know, say, yeah. I see those like, damn, I want one of those. I want a white yeah. one or a red one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. be a dope boy. Now I know what was <laughs> going on on them. <laughs> yeah, we so, had uh, it, was, it was straight. So you now, now you, now you're making some money. You're getting some street cred. You get you you get approached by another individual, not not your brother in law, yeah. but you get approached no. by another individual and say, "Look, I need a I need a solid connect. I need somebody that's going to push some yeah. little bit of weight." And here here's the deal. So now you now you now you you're moving up. You're 18. Yeah, then, about I was about 16, 7, about 17 <clears throat> when I met them, 16, 17. Right. And then, you know, they were a bigger connect. You know, one actually, the, he actually had a brain aneurysm and passed away when I found out oh, when wow. I came home. Yeah. <coughs> uh, a real good friend of mine. He always respectful, you know. Uh, and he just, I was referred to him to holler at him. You know, we kind of was, you know, linked up like always, <coughs> like all things like that. And then uh, we linked up, you know, things went well. And uh, now, you, now you're you know, pushing weight. Yeah, now you're pushing a little bit more weight, you know, and then right. uh, now you make a little bit more money, you know, now you're spending a little bit more money, you know, right. now you, you know, doing what you think, you know, you buy a car instead of the right. lead, you know. Uh, so you're, you're 18, you have your first child, correct? Yeah, my daughter, she was, uh, I was 18 and it, that was a struggle in itself, man, because, you know, uh, 
the game back then was up and down all the time, you know. Right. So, uh, it was like my daughter's mom didn't want me to get locked up, so she'd always be like, you should just go get a job. So there was a time when I just stopped and went to work at a restaurant called the Tollgate in Fairlane. It was – Oh, wow. Yeah, Damn. way – you know, and it just – it was hard to make ends meet that way, you know. So it's just like I went back to what I thought I knew, and then it wasn't okay. always up, it wasn't always good. It was up. It was many ups and downs. It was more, I would say, there's just as many downs as there were ups, you know. Right. You know, at that time, like I said, my daughter was born in 1990. Uh, yeah, she's 30 now, but uh, it was just a struggle, man. You know, it's just. How's your relationship up. with your 30 year old? With my daughter. Oh man, she's probably like she's probably like the coolest chick I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. Uh, so she's is she? Would you say she's your best friend? Yeah, man. You know, it's like she's always supportive of me. You know, like when people. So no uh, matter she doesn't judge pops, she doesn't judge you. Nah, she said, "Look, nah. pop, you did you did what you did had to do. No, now you've turned your life around. She's she's definitely my biggest cheerleader. You know what I'm saying? Like she, everything oh, I do, she's always like. I'm so proud of you. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what's happened in your life. You know, she's always just like, she's always, just, she's always team poppy. You know what I'm saying? She's, right, she's right. Always, no matter what, you know what I'm saying? You could, <laughs> I know I got my faults. We all do, you know, and, uh, I, you know, I wasn't there all the time for sure because I was incarcerated, you know, 17 years of her life as well. So it's like, uh, regardless to what I do, whether it be negative or positive, man, she just, she always got my back. Always. So, so you're 18. You get, if I remember, you get popped. Yeah, I get busted up right here on Martin, right here by Waldo. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. got you got eight ounces on you. Nine, yeah, we got nine, nine ounces. ounces. <laughs> nine <laughs> ounces. Yeah, and then uh, you got nine ounces on you. Yeah. And it's the first time a defender or first time offender. Yeah. Is there any plea bargain or anything like that, or did you just straight seven years? No, uh, no, it was a mandatory sentencing back then. They were look, trying to give you at that time. Right. They were trying to do harsh sentencing, man. Like anything yeah. you get caught with. That was when there was war on drugs. Right. Um, mm -hmm. The big crime wave with you know with all the you know Cubans coming from Florida and stuff like that. So right. they were really really harsh on drugs back then, man. Like the sentence. And I'm a first time offender. I don't have any priors, nothing, you know. Wow. And uh, the mandatory minimum for that offense was 20 years. So. So how did you get seven? They have what they call substantial and compelling reasons. The judge has to find substantial and compelling reasons to go underneath those guidelines and right. my age my possibility of getting out soon and you know starting a new life and first time offender he those are all variables that they can use but i also had a rapper who he got six as well so it was a combination of the two so he gave me seven because he said i had he felt i had more to be involved with it and then he gave my rapper six years and he didn't have anything to do with it he just right. kind of made a statement that kind of you know, tied it together, him. right? Yeah, yeah. So you're 18. How real is it for you? Because you're 18, right? If I was 18, and those bars close, and uh, you think you think your life is over at that point, yeah. because okay, if I get out, are they ever going to give me a, a real job? Because I'm an ex-con, right? Uh, and I and I didn't commit murder, rape. But Michigan, yeah, drugs is worse than a murder at this point. Yeah, you so can't even get what, when those when those cell doors close for you the first time, 
Did you break down? Um, Emotionally in the head? I mean, because yeah, I would you, probably you, be crying like a bitch right now. <laughs> I'm just being honest. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, my life yeah. is over. What did I yeah. do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was an experience, man, because anytime you go into something that you don't know, you know, you hear all these rumors about prison right. and all the jokes and stuff like right. that. Well, well, you you hear about the the worst thing. Oh, you got to make sure the first night, the first yeah. day, you got to hit the biggest motherfucker. Because if not, somebody's gonna take your manhood. <laughs> that's the biggest lie in the world. You do that, you probably end up getting stabbed. That's that's not even, right. You know, okay. <laughs> you know, don't do that. No, don't don't do that. Too many well, movies. Don't do that. Uh, no, if you're on your way to prison, don't do that. That's that's dumb. Right. Uh, no, nah, man, it was it was an experience because, like, like I said, it's you. Uh, Michigan at the time had age-appropriate group of uh, prisons, so you either were sent to a like a youth, you know, a prison from the age of eighteen to twenty-six, or you were sent to a prison that was twenty-seven and older, so that you wouldn't be uh, kind of like uh, taken advantage of as far as I didn't know that. Yeah, that's actually yeah. really good. I wish they still it's called, did that. Yeah, it's called, uh, it was uh, HMTU, which was um, Michigan uh, Training Unit. They used to mm. call that gladiator, gladiator school back So you went to a youth home for that amount of time? No, nah, it's, it's it's a youth prison. Like, you had to oh, be- Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it was still a prison. It was just- Right. You had to be a certain age to be there. Uh, mm. You couldn't be, they didn't want to send you to uh, facilities where you're 18 right. and you got this dude who's been incarcerated 30 years manipulating. Right, 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 right. So they were trying mm -hmm. to do what they could to separate and, and yeah. keep and and yeah. to better everybody. I I would think, yeah. you know. Yeah, but in it some didn't, type of way. Right. Yeah, they, or you, but you know, <laughs> they, like, yeah, yeah. You know, they just wanted to make. They kind of want to make their job easier. They don't want you to kind of get or or that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, it's easier right. for them to do it that way and handle. Although that prison was wild as hell because you got a bunch of young dudes. You know, I versus the 20 something year olds <clears throat> older who are just chilling and trying to just do their time. Right. So it was different. Like I said, it was, it was, a uh, it was an experience for sure. When you first get there, uh, you think there's bars for these facilities, but there's not, there's, uh, doors. <clears throat> well, you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I, yeah. But it's still, a, yeah. it's still a, it's still a loud door. Cause it's a loud hallway. It's a long hallway and it just shuts. Mm -hmm. Boom. You know, you just, and now you just looking like, this is where I'm going to be living for the next seven, seven years. years. Mm. Yeah. So, so you're 18, you're locked up. You have a small daughter. Yeah. Uh, and she you know, you said, months when I got locked up. 13 okay. Months. 13 months, still a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't know. Mom, mom brings her to see you as much as possible. Yeah. She, she wants to keep you that connection. She, she wants to keep job. that connection. Right. She did. Uh, Emotionally, how hard was that first seven days, week, month? How hard was that for you emotionally? Because, I mean, now now in 2020, you know, we take this or that to help us with anxiety. But, <coughs> you know, 20 years ago, 25 years yeah. ago, whatever the case may be, we didn't know what the fuck some of this stuff was, right? No, so, right. you know, as those doors close, those cell doors close, whatever, you know, the first 30 days has got to be pretty difficult for an 18 year old. Yeah. You're sitting in a cell for, uh, 20, 23 hours. Uh, because what, you have to go through quarantine first quarantine separates you. They tell you where you're going to go. They start getting your programming together and things like that. So back then 
you were in a cell by yourself, no matter what. You know, you were just you by yourself, 23-hour lockdown, 30 days, 40 days, 50 days, until they find your spot where you're going to go to. So, so did, you have, did you have your Wilson? Did you have that brick? Did you have something that you talk to every day, no. you know what I mean, behind closed doors and be like, damn, what did I do? Like, a, lot of was sleep. it a, a lot of sleeping, a lot of letters writing, letter, letter writing. Uh, right. Staying busy. You know, you're young. Yeah, you stay busy. You don't do nothing. Push-ups. You read the Bible over and over again. Uh, you just, it's always just sleeping, sitting there doing nothing all day long because it was, that's how it was in quarantine back then. It's right. still like that. But mm -hmm. uh, it was just, like I said, it was just a lot of, you write a lot of letters. You hope you get mail. Uh, they right. let you out for yeah. a few minutes to use the phone, shower. That's a, about an hour a day. But, you know, uh, when you go to child, you get out yourself for about another half hour. You know, right. so then there's three breaks in the day. So everyone got up to go to breakfast because they want to get out their room. They want to go to lunch because they want to get out their room. Everyone went to dinner right. because they want to get out their room. So right. it was just, you just read the Bible mostly because that's all you got in your room at that time. You had a Bible, a desk a seat, a bed, and a toilet. And okay. not even a toilet in Riverside. They had a urinal you pee in. Right. Like a little bottle, like a hospital thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's what they get back then. So seven years go by. You're 25. Yep. You get, you get out. Mm -hmm. Okay, I've been incarcerated for seven years. I don't know if there was that much of a change from uh, – 90 to 97 it could have been but we still there's no there's no there's internet very little because i remember having it yeah uh, dial, dial up, dial up. You, know, you know aol you know what i mean yeah. so the world has not changed dramatically at, at this point right you you get back with baby mama right yeah we got back together yeah. back together um do you go get a job or do you yeah. right away go back to slanging no, and nine, when I was incarcerated, I, I met uh, my cousin was there. We met up, and uh, his dad worked at a prototype shop for Ford called uh, DST. Okay. So all yeah. throughout, throughout my incarceration, I just kept saying, I'm going to get a job when I got to get a job. So his dad was like, look, he was like, when you get out, I'm going to set up an interview for you. He said, you can come out your first week, whatever you want. Uh, you come in. He goes, the job is there. It's just yours to win it. So once you get there, just be yourself and just, you know, you get the interview. The guy mm -hmm. likes you. His name was Frank Mantua. Uh, he <laughs> was like, you know, he said, hey, you got your interview at this time. I went. I was hired. I was working there three years. Damn, Dad, it felt great, man. <clears throat> yeah, sure. it was, yeah. It's a start, you know. Yeah, definitely. So uh, I worked there for three years at the time, though, but uh, – so I had a job as soon as I came home. So I was kind of set up. And then uh, my cousin, my Pete, he kind of like, he also guided me. Like, you need to get your credit together. You need to do this. You need to do that. And I was like, all right, bet. So uh, I had bought a, first I bought a little Nissan off, off of Edgar, actually. My boy Edgar, you know, <laughs> as you can see, we have a lot of history together. His brother has a, his brother has a son with my sister. So we're like, we're family. So he had a little truck he sold me, you know, so I can get back and forth to work. He let me make him payments, so I paid them all. Then I bought another car, and then Pete finally said, it's time to get your uh, credit together and stuff like that. So I'm going to co-sign for you to get a brand new car so you can go ahead and get yourself together fully, you know. So all these individuals played a big role in 
me still being sort of successful uh, when I got out. So it's 1997, correct? 98 when I got out. 98. Okay, so 98, yeah. you get out, you get back with baby mama, you got, you got a job. Um, we split after six months, though. After six after months. We yeah. split. Okay. Yeah. So you, 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 you got yourself back into society. When do you say at that point, like, well, this is great. I'm making a weekly or bi-weekly check. Yeah. But I'm used to this. I want this. When does that, when does that light bulb happen for you? So you're 98. 98. Uh, man, I, I was on, back then I had to do parole like two years. So I okay. had to do parole from 98 to 2000. So were you from those 98 to 2000, you did nothing? For a year and a half of that. <laughs> a, year and a, okay. a year and a half of it. Yeah, I was kind of, I was like, man, I'm not trying to go back, you know, and, you know, I had a homeboy that was like, look, bro, if, you know, you ever ready, you know what I'm saying? I, I got you, you know, things that everyone, you know, does. <clears throat> I got you, you know, and it was like, all right, whatever, bro. But I, I didn't want to take the chance, you know, I didn't want to get locked up. I was with my daughter a lot back then, you know, I pick her up, you know, we spend every, almost every day together. Even after me and her mother split up, you know, we, we still had a bond where I'd pick her up. We'd go places. I'd take her here, you know. But then uh, as I accumulated more bills, you know, my own house, you know, my own. <coughs> at that time, I bought a motorcycle as well. You know, I was doing all that, you know, without having to really sell a lot of dope. You know what I'm saying? But my job wasn't paying for all that as well you know mm -hmm. so I, just, I started living beyond my right, means right. especially back in 98 <laughs> yeah so to yeah. be honest i started living beyond my means and then child support kicked in and things of that nature you know what right. I'm saying? I, I got put on child support um and i just i got tired of it man i was just like man i, I need to do something else you know right uh, Pressure. at that time Pressure. You know, yeah 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 so then that's when mm -hmm. i started back to doing it. so you so you go back to the game yeah and you're out, and I think we talked about it. It was nine years before you got yeah. popped again. Yeah. So life is good. Decent, yeah. Decent. Um, you meet another girl that you have a child with. Yeah. And um, your first, you know, your your boy. Yeah. And I know we talked about it. So yeah. you, you accidentally. <clears throat> Get a, yeah. you know, you have, a, you have a little bit of a fight. So you get another girl, you get your ex baby mama pregnant. Right. So yeah. you got, you got two women pregnant at the same time. Yeah. This is like the biggest nightmare when I'm 16, right? Exactly. They have two, two to five girls pregnant at the same time, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> so you got two girls pregnant at the same time. Yeah. How much pressure is that for you as a man? A lot. <laughs> Probably the most pressure you'll ever feel as a man, you know, because now you're stuck, you know, so. Uh, Do you flip a coin? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you flip because a coin now, and say, say, who do uh, I go with? Nah, nah, nah. It was, it was, uh, I was with my, it was, it was a mistake I made, you know, I, I, I made that mistake. It was my choice. It was just, you know, I, I was out drinking, uh, you know, we, we kind of contacted each other and things happened. Um, it wasn't really a choice, you know, I was with. Hope my son's mom, you know, my first son. I was with her. I just, I just made a mistake. It was just, a, it was a matter of letting her know what was going on, what happened, and if she was going to be accepting of it, or was I was just going to have to be on my own and be by myself, you know, with, with neither one. You know, I didn't, 
I didn't really want to be with the other one. It was just like a happenstance thing. You know, <laughs> people right. say it's a mistake. People say, oh, it's not a mistake. But uh, it was an error. I mean, I committed an error. But it's not to say that I don't love my son. I love both my sons. Right, you know, right, right. Like, right. Uh, it, it, to me, it wasn't a mistake. I love my son. I couldn't see myself, you know, my life any different without either one of them. You know, they're both different. You know, they're both different right. parts of me. That so, everything happens for a reason. Like, yeah, you know, man. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Sure, He's here. You know, and I got two kids with her and I got one son with, you know, my other, you know. Uh, so, you know, like things happen, you know, as you're as you're younger, you make these stupid mistakes and you just got to deal with them. It's just on how you handle them, I guess, you know. So, so now you got uh, now, now you have three children. Yes. And does the pressure it, it does it stack on and say, look, I got to I got to really get and, and push this game. I got to I got to take it to the next level. Well, um, they were both young when I. When I was Wait, arrested. I I have a question. Sure. Yeah. Did you stay with the second? Well, I know you had a second child with For the, the original part, baby mama, yeah. but did you stay with the other one? Did she stick around? What did she do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the second she stayed, one. Yeah, she stayed with me. She she was hurt. Uh, she was hurt. She was bothered, obviously. You know. Uh, yeah. But yeah, she stuck around, and uh, you know, I hear I heard about it all the time. I heard, <laughs> heard it. I'm baby. sure you did. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. eat you eating breakfast and, and you say she looking over and, and just giving you a stink face and say you motherfucker you. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. The kid's four, <laughs> yeah. the kid's five, and yeah. she's still talking about it. Yeah, she she was pissed off about it, you know, and I'm and rightfully so. I mean, I, I can't get mad at her for being mad about right. it. Right, right. So you look at it and you actually feel bad. You know, you look at her and you're like, damn, right. you know, I kind of, you know, yeah. regardless to what we got going on, you still as a man, you know, as a you know mm -hmm. person as a you know, you care about someone, you're like, damn, I, right, right. I kind of fucked up, you know what I'm saying? And that, like, kind of, that kind of had to be, like, a little bit of motivation, because, like, not to not to turn it on me or nothing, but, like, I, I had my first daughter, I was 19, and, mm -hmm. you know, I had my, and she's 20 years, going to be 20 years old, and, like, you know, so I got I got two daughters with two different women, the, the second one I married and all that, but, and, and me and the, my oldest daughter, we, we're not talking right now, and yeah. it's killing me. It's eating me alive. Yeah. And, and That's yeah. so hard. It's got something yeah. to do with, like, you know, wait, you know, I try to help her and do all I can. She's just, she's like me, stubborn and all that stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, you got to, like, you know, cherish, like, all that time, like you said, man. So, yeah. obviously, that's what you was trying to do, and you're, you're still doing it. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it's it's hard because, you know, right. you, you know, she mad. She don't want you to, you know, just, it was a conflict, mm -hmm. but, uh my son was born in 2002, the other one in 2003, I believe. And then, uh, okay. like, like it, I got incarcerated like four years right after that. So I really wasn't in their, in their life. Yeah, so now you're gone 10 years out of their life. Now that you come home, they're teenagers. Right, right. They kind of got their own mindset. So it's kind of, it's harder to get back into their life. You know, than when right, my daughter, right, my right, daughter, right. when I came home was, I believe, eight, going on nine or something like that, or nine years old. So I still had time to groom her, you know, and, and be there. And she seen me as she seen me grow, you know, as to where you got boys who probably might resent you because right. you're gone. You know, where's my dad? You know, he left and, you know, things of that nature. And it, it makes it harder yeah. to build that relationship when your kids are 14, 15. Right. You know, because now they have right. their own mind. Right. They're like, you know, you know right. I think for myself now. So it's And maybe that's what happened, like, with you know with my daughter like because i was in and out of her life her mother moved like two or three times didn't tell me i found her on like facebook my my wife at the time you know found her on facebook she messaged my wife and i got to see my daughter again for like 
And then once I did that, once I started seeing her again, I would, she was with me every weekend, the whole summer, all that, you know, I was just like, you know, trying yeah. to, and, and, and I get along with both of them. There's, there's never been no arguments or like that, you know, so thank God. So, so hopefully, uh, yeah, my, you know, I still yeah, reach out to my daughter. Yeah, 15 is a tough age to yeah. come back into yeah. somebody's and, life. And yeah. yeah, it is. And, and, and she, it is. like I said, 20 years old. I had my son at 15. I know, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yep. Yeah. And her mother had her first kid at a young age, too, and she, she already, you know, had kids. She had three kids, and then she, my daughter was her fourth. And, you know, I got, you know, the, all the criticism. Oh, what are you doing, man? What do you know what I'm saying? And this is a 99, yeah. and I'm like, you know, what, what do you mean? I made a mistake. I'm, you know, I'm yeah. sorry. You know, yeah. what, what do you want me to do? But be a yeah. man and, and live up and, and take care of my daughter. Right. Pay the child support. Go see her still, which I did. And, and, and like I said, uh, down the road, my wife helped me out with her. Like, like you wouldn't believe, you know, and, and that's the way families should be. That's why, that's the way everybody should be. Right, yeah, right. I'm saying so, you know. So I have a question. So when you yep. were away and you came back and they were 14 and 15, were the boys friends at that time? Did the mothers keep them nah, friends you know, or siblings or was everybody <clears throat> kind of separate when you came back and you had to piece it all together? They, uh, no, they tried to piece it together. They're kind of, one lives a little further than the other. Oh, okay. Uh, they knew each other. They actually mm -hmm. spent, they spent time with each other before I came home. So they kind of knew of each other. Uh, they hung out a few times. They talked. Yeah. Um, you know, that was something that they worked out on their own before I even came mm -hmm. home. So they did that on their own. And then when I came home, you know. How old were you when you came home? 34, 35. Okay. No. No, I was 40. I was 44 when I came home, 45. I'm 48 now. I've been home three years. So I was about 44, 45. I'm 30 something when I went in. So uh, yeah, 44. So how was that 10 years compared to the first? The first seven? Uh, yeah. You're in a different place now, right? Yeah, it was, uh, mentally it was, it wasn't as challenging as it was the first time. You know, mm -hmm. you kind of know what you're going to, you kind of know what you're going into. You kind of know what's going on. You kind of know what the yard is like. You know, you just fill out all these things. Uh, Right. Uh, you know, you know, your social groups, you know how to, you should know how to handle yourself after doing seven years. So you go in there. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then uh, you go in there and it's just a different mindset. Then it clicked. You know, I was like, I got to change all that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going to go back. So I got 2003, you, you have a, two boys and you yep. have your daughter. Yep. Uh, you uh, get back in the street you're slanging, you're out, you you know, you're, you're making a little change, right? You got a nice yeah. ride, doing all the good stuff. You, uh, and then you get popped again. Yep. The, yep. In 2007, when I got busted. You get, you get popped again. Yeah. Uh, so now you're facing a mandatory life yep. automatically. The white boy Rick thing, everybody oh. knows. Yeah. The drugs, <clears throat> you're done, right? Yeah. Your life is over. Yeah. This time it's over. Yeah. You have to make a plea bargain. Yeah. To get less time. Yeah. So they give you 10 years. Yep. You get locked up, right? It's 2007. Right. You get, you get locked up. Uh, you go in, 
the first couple years, because you know, you know the deal, you know, you know yeah. the yard, you know this, you know some people, you know, you know, I know, oh yeah, yeah, you from a hood, whatever. Right. Yeah, so yeah. you know these people. What makes you think, or what what happens to your mindset? Because <laughs> I would think that you would become um, institutionalized. Institutionalized. Yeah. So I like this: three hots in a cot. I don't have to pay bills. I don't have no worries. So I should I just go stab this guy so I can get more time? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like. I, you know, I'm I'm comfortable in this. Yeah. this he wasn't thrown in the towel just yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, so <laughs> what? Did you ever have those thoughts and saying, I might as well just you, fucking stay this in here forever? I don't. No. There, there's guys in there that just say, let me just go stab this guy so I can get another 20 years, right? Yeah. There's guys yeah. like that, right? <clears throat> yeah, but uh, that that never crossed my mind at all. Like, uh, what I what I said was when I first got there. Uh, this is it. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. I'm not going to glorify that lifestyle. I don't even want nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want nothing to do with anything of selling any kind of illegal substance, contraband, controlled substance. I don't want to see you, the You're done. You're done. I, you said, I want to do my time and get the fuck out. That's and I want to get my life back on. Yeah. I just want to get the hell out. My sister was like, Jose, you're going to be 40 something when you get out. She's like, you're going to still be a little young. You know what I'm saying? You could still get out, live your life. So she was like, just go in there, do your time and get out. You know what I'm saying? And she said, just change it up. So, you know, when you're in there, like I told you yesterday, Rike, you got, you get sent to a level four. I right. was there three years. You're sitting there just thinking all the time, all the time, you know? And, uh, you know, it wasn't until my, uh, when I got sent to level one and I ran into Johnny that. A friend, a friend of ours. Yep, a friend of ours that I uh, was like, you know what? Um, <clears throat> he kept asking me to go into this program, and I just kept denying it, man. I was like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <clears throat> yeah, like, and, that, and that, you know what? I gotta say, I gotta tell you right now, I love him. So yeah. he, it, it, you know what that is? That that's 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 that Puerto Rican. Come on, yeah. come to church. 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 Trust me, I've been to a lot of Pentecostal churches. Yeah, as a yeah, kid. yeah, yeah. Yes. You know, hey, like, hey, bro, we're going to go to church because we're going to meet these girls. Come on, come girls. on. Hey, yeah. yeah, we're going to meet these girls, right? I'm like, come on, man. I don't want to go to church. No, come to church. Come to church. So yeah. that's 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 in his DNA. So he's yeah, going to yeah. still, he going he gonna, to he gonna get you. Come, come on. Could, yeah. Do this program. Check this out. Yeah. Check this out. Like, so he, fi Johnny finally gets to you. Yep. He finally and, gets to, uh, we was at JCS. Actually, I didn't even recognize Johnny when he first came up to me. Like, uh, it was crazy because everyone's like, oh, bro, you know Chino? He's from the hood, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, nah, I don't know no Chino. So do you know, do you, you know Cell, no, right? We lost him. We lost you. Do you know his oh, brother Cell? Uh, do you remember no, his brother Cell or no? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, Salvador. So you yeah, remember Cell? I hung right. out with Salvador. I hung out with Salvador over Johnny. I met Johnny because of Sal. Me and Sal used to go to school together. Um, right. Munger. You know, right. all that. No. Yeah. So, I didn't recognize Johnny because I haven't seen him in a long time. I haven't seen Johnny in a long time. And he had hair. Yeah, and he had <laughs> hair. Exactly. Yeah, right. So here comes this guy. They're like, oh, here comes Chino now, blah, blah, blah. And I look at him and I'm like, man, I don't know who that dude is. And they're like, he comes up to me. <laughs> and he looks and they're like, hey, bro, this is Jose from the hood. He looked at me. He's like, Jose Rivera? And I was like, yeah. And he was came to give me a hug and I kind of like put my elbow out. Like, right. Oh, yeah. Like, what are you doing? You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. 
And he was like, you don't remember me, bro? You know, and I was like, <laughs> then I heard his voice and he was like. And he talks like, fast, so and he's talking funny, fast, right? Yeah. He talks fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you don't remember me, bro? And I was like, nah, man, I don't remember you. He was like, Johnny? And I was like. Damn, it clicked. Bro, you were like, oh, my you know God. And I was like, damn, bro, my bad. You know, I, I didn't, then I had to get clicked on me, you know? And then, you know, we started talking all the time. And then he kept telling me, I'd see him dressed up in blues, man. And he would, you know, dress up. He got his blues crease. He's got, you know, like, <laughs> almost like, you know, he was like, Enrique's like, he was going to church, but he was going to, to a church. Program. Yeah. Yeah. You had to wear your blues when you went in this certain building. You couldn't wear anything other than just right. blues. So he had blues on, and I'm like, where you going? He's like, I'm going to this program, bro. You should go with me. And I'm like, Straight out there, bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> then he kept every time I see him on the yard, I'm like, "Where you going?" He'd be like, oh, "I'm about to go to, you know, my class. I gotta go to this class. You want to go?" And I'm like, "No, nah, I don't want to go, bro. I'm straight." I'm telling you, bro, you should go. You know, it's good. You know. And he just kept popping at me about it. Kept, you know, like, right, 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 right. <clears throat> like it was almost meant to be. And finally, one day, man, I was just like, "Man," I was like, "Damn, bro." I said, I mean, "All right, man." <laughs> <I'm not here." laughs> Let me just go. And <laughs> Right, you know, out of love. Uh, ain't no girls there, but I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, out of love, I was like, all right, bro, I'm going to go. I'll, I'll go with you. He's like, bet, bro, I'm going to sign you up. You're going to have the passes. You're going to be set. All you going to do is just go over there. So I go over there, and I start reading the curriculum, the syllabus, I'm, all the, you know, material. And it and it kind of just clicked, man. I was just like, God right. damn, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's on point, you know. So it's, it's kind of like – uh let you realize what how, the errors in your thinking and how you look at things and how right, you right. made so many different mistakes, how you thought right. you was You right were just re like relating to it like like crazy. Crazy. Yeah, it said, you know, criminals, uh, criminal behavior, errors in criminal thinking, you know, things of like that. And you're like, damn, I do this, 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 this. That checks off, that checks off, that checks off. But you have to be self-aware as well. You got to be willing to accept that information <laughs> because not Absolutely. everybody wants <clears throat> not everybody wants to hold themselves accountable. And right, right. Just, you know, yeah, people, you, tell, you could you could tell someone until you're blue in the face, you're wrong. You know, and they're gonna be like, "No, the sky is not blue." You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm trying to tell right. you. You know, right. and you're like, "What do you mean?" And they're gonna break it down to you. Well, it's actually not blue because of the oxygen and the, you know all that stuff. You're right. <laughs> still blue though. You know what I'm saying? So, right. so, uh, so John, that, that, time, that timing was meant to be for you. For yeah, sure. yeah, for sure. Yeah, because he was rolled out for soon sure. after, not too long <clears> after they rolled him out. So it was kind of oh, like yeah. Him. We bond mm -hmm. it. Hey, so let, let me ask you a quick question, Jose. Yeah. So do you think That's do you awesome. think that was like one of the biggest turning points in, in your life? Oh, yeah. By yeah. no no matter what it was that made you say, you know what, I'm gonna go and check it out. Maybe yeah. it will help me. Whatever clicked in your head that made you go, do you, that was that one that was had to yeah, be like that was, one of the yeah, that was that was the, that was the biggest. <laughs> that and out of that right. whole ten year bit, man, that was the that was the biggest. Because if right. it wasn't for that. I wouldn't have had the strength to actually sit down and think critically on what it is I'm going to do when I get home or what I want right. to do when I get home. Because right. we all right. want to be entrepreneurs. While you're incarcerated, everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Right. Everybody. And everybody can't you know, be an entrepreneur. <laughs> everybody wants to be a rapper. Everyone wants to be, you know, a, a dope boy when they get back out. Everyone wants to be something, you know, something where they're not working for someone else because they're tired of doing that or things of that nature. But there's always someone who wants to be. Uh-oh. Last year, uh, there you go. It's hard copy. Keep calling me, shit. Uh, and my phone is attached. <laughs> right, uh, Caesar. If you're watching this, stop calling. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, go I make did. some breakfast. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly what it is. He wants breakfast, and uh, <laughs> he wants breakfast. You. 
And, uh, right. <laughs> you know, but it was the biggest turning point because you really, as a person, as a human, no one wants to say, oh, I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? I made a mistake, you know? And then even then, when you tell people, like, oh, I apologize, you know what I'm saying? I made a mistake. And, uh, you know, they're looking at like, oh, you up to something. You know, like, no, I'm just trying to, you know, explain right, to you. Right. You know, right. back then, I, I want to apologize to you for the things that I've done. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, I'm being honest with you, you know, and they don't, still don't believe you, you know, so. Uh, so this, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, bro. No, I was going to say, so <clears throat> I'm going to, I'm going to refer back to the movie Malcolm X. And I, sure. and I, and I read some Great. of this thing. I so this, this is the turning point where he finds God. He finds the nation of Islam. Yep. You find, you find yourself because that light goes off. Yep. So you say, you know what? I need to turn my life around. Like I've, yeah. I've been doing all this shit and there's so much positivity and there's so much things that I can do when I get out. Yeah. Um, so this is your religion, right? This yeah. is your turning point. And what year is this? What year is this that Johnny approaches you? 2010, 11, 2010 John or 11. <laughs> I, was trans I was transferred from level four to level uh, two. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so you're, you're going through these classes. Yeah. Um, I know we, I think you talked about it in some other shows. You even yeah. start doing your own stuff. Yeah. yeah. Teaching people how to build credit, how yeah. to buy houses, yeah. how to do this stuff. And we yeah. talked about it yesterday. This doesn't wow. cut you any time. This no, doesn't no. say, Hey, you know what, Jose, you have 10. Now you have four. This is just <clears throat> shit that is, kind of helping you get through this bullshit. Right. So you're doing this, you're, you're teaching classes, um, and it's helping you mentally. So yeah. this is, this is your, this is your meditation. Your therapy. It's your therapy to get it's through. Coping skills. We always yeah. say, we always used to say that it's, it's therapeutic, but it's not therapy. Uh, yeah. And we say that because, you know, we're not going through really, the uh, actual people, you got to respect those who are licensed to do that for you. But it is therapeutic right. because it does uh, sharpen your mind. It does hone your skills mentally. It does help you think critically. Um, we did what the classes that I started taking with Johnny, we, I actually became a facilitator. So we, I started actually teaching the same classes that I was actually learning from. So I became a part of that program for many years. I would say about four years. Uh, it helped time go by. Uh, it's always doing something positive. It was always positive. It was never right, negative. Right, you know, That's crazy. Giving back. Yep. So did you, ever, back. did you ever have a guy say, you know what, I'll go to this class, but he was like, ah, fuck you, Jose. You don't know what you're talking about. No, it was actually on the contrary. It was like, you know, a lot of people were like, you know, uh, you go into this class, what's up with it? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I tell them and they'd be like, oh, that's pretty dope, bro. Right, because so, they're, they're like, if you're doing it. Yeah, like, let me check it out. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, leading by example. Some of the ones that were I facilitated to, you know, I still talk to this day. Uh, right. I got friends that were in my classes that I still talk to. You know, they get home and they reach out to me and they're like, "What up, Jose? Right. You know how you doing?" You know, that so, says like, tons That's about great. your character, man. Tons, right. And I, tons. it's not that I was a it's it's not that I was a teacher. It was just I was reiterating the uh, curriculum that I learned. You know, right. but I I kind of tried to relate it to people because I could relate to a diverse group. You know, I'm Latino, mm -hmm. but I can relate right, to, right, you know, right. African American. You're relatable to them. So, yeah. of course, yeah. Yep. Yep. So we did That's that. That's great. So it's 2011, 2012. You have a guy 
that is a better drawer than you because you say, hey, you know what? I, I don't yeah. know how to fucking draw, right? Right. What the fuck? This is what I want when I get out. So he draws the first concept of yep. the Detroit Forever. Yep, Eli. Eli drives the first concept. Yep. Um, you get out 2017. You're dating yep. a different girl. Yep. You become complacent, as you tell me. Yeah. You come complacent. You work Second. at a nine, nine to five. Yeah. <clears throat> and you start going through some of your, your stuff in a box or in, in a closet. And you yeah. come across this drawing that yeah, you did when you were incarcerated. Yeah. And you say, this is what I want. Yeah. I want to do this. Yeah. I, I definitely will keep a nine to five job to keep yeah. Uncle Sam happy. Whatever. Right. I don't want to get back in a dope game. No. I want to do something else. <clears throat> right. So you're released. You're dating this girl. You get complacent. And mm -hmm. you come across mm -hmm. this drawing. And your mind just goes in a thousand places, right? You say, yeah. this is what I want to do. Yeah. So you approach a guy that we know that has a, a shop here in Southwest Detroit. Yep. And you say, hey, I need these shirts. He says, I got you. You start doing you start doing the Detroit Forever. Yep. Uh in 2018, right? Yep. You start selling it out of your car. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you're selling you're selling you're selling the version of a mixtapes out of a car. Yeah. Master P Master P Master Master P shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So NWA shit, that's how they started, or whatever. Yep. So you're selling shirts <laughs> out of a car. Still got your regular job. Yeah. And you like this, right? It's going good. Um, it's hard. You know, I, I, as myself, you know, I try to do t-shirts back in the day. It's hard. Yeah. That's a hard, it's, yeah. it's a hard nut to crack. It is. So it's a very difficult <laughs> nut to crack, but you say to yourself, there's not a, there's not a t-shirt line that represents Detroit. Right. There's the Detroit forever, whatever, you know, there's this, these, this, this, but probably nothing that's going to represent my neighborhood. Right. So you, 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 you go to this guy and you say, I need these shirts printed. Um, does this person say you're crazy? Or he just says, look, okay, pay me. I don't care. I don't care what you want to do. You want to yeah. draw fucking anuses on the shirts. That's up to you. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, I forgot who told me to uh, go see him, but oh, Mark Torres. Mark Torres. Mark Torres. Marte. Marte. <laughs> he was the one that was like, I got the perfect guy for you, bro. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to take you over there. So we go over there. We see, go see Jason. And, uh, you know, he's like, all right, bro, I need your design. I need this. I need that. I, I was lost, you know, to be honest with you. I was just right. going there with, with just a dream and, you know, hoping to get this started, you know. So right, he was like, right, what's your right. budget? How many shirts do you want? You know, he broke down a lot of prices for me. So whatever I had at the time was like 450 bucks. So he broke down everything. This is what's going to cost you this, 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 this. And, you know, he just went from there. He sort of broke it down. He's like, you can use these shirts, blah, blah, blah. Right, so right, right. So he kind of broke Different it down. materials, all kinds of stuff, man. Yeah, you know. It's so a lot deeper than people think, for sure. Yeah, it is. You know, it's, it's a whole lot deeper. <clears throat> it's just, mm -hmm. so I went with that. You know, I did it and, you know, it worked out fine for a while. You know, just, I didn't like the t-shirts after, though. I, I went ahead and said, we're going to scratch the first ones that we use. And then I went to another brand after two months. Right. I actually went to the Detroit Institute of Art and bought a shirt. Wow. From and I loved the way it felt. You know, the shirt was right. dope. You know, it felt so good. <clears throat> so I went ahead and 
research. I couldn't find a shirt, man. I didn't know what shirt it was. I didn't right. know what brand it was. So it wasn't a shirt you can just go and buy. So I started looking, went through wholesalers. Finally, he actually told me who it was. Uh, uh, Jason did. And I started buying those from him at the time. So okay. ever since then, I've been using those shirts, and it's just been a way better. Uh, right, right, right. So as, as a brand new person, there's so many different um, – things to learn right so you don't you don't know you say yeah i need these shirts uh, and you know he's charging three four dollars on top of what he's paying yeah he's gotta uh, make money right so you you're, you're learning the game and then you yeah. find out wait a minute i can go get a wholesaler and pay wholesale prices and, i can yeah. do this i can do that way to cut my cost to to make yeah. my profit margin larger all that so happened you're learning the t-shirt game right yeah egger yeah. egger taught me everything like he knew he egger knew all that stuff i was right. When he started telling me all this stuff, you know, I, I was like, just learning information. Like, <laughs> right, man, right. you know what I'm saying? Oh, I mean, this was way back in 07. So all that sat with me. <clears throat> so when I was locked up, I uh, I bought a book called Start Your Own Business in Michigan. And uh, I just read it over and over again, you know, just kept reading oh, it. Just wow. kept reading it. I still have the book to this day. And <laughs> um, yeah, I brought it home with me. I was just like, it's just uh, like memento of, you know, from right. my start, what's called. So... I started reading that and with what Edgar taught me and everything he told me uh, at one time, even Jose Walls, I was in mortgages. So I know finance, uh, things of that nature. Uh, Jose Walls, uh, actually uh, corner pocket, uh, Enrique yeah. used to be lady D's back in the day. Right. Remember? Right. Yep. <laughs> well, I bought that from me and Angel Vasquez bought that bar from Jose Walls before it was that. And that mm -hmm. also taught me some experience and uh, hot markups and things of that nature. So, uh, I had that for a little while. It just got a little rowdy. I didn't like it. That was not my thing. It's my, I like going to bar, but I just don't want to be a bar. <laughs> yeah, that I don't bar was be crazy. A, I don't want to be a bar owner. Completely I'm different. Yeah. I give Monique a lot of credit and every other bar owner, Jose and all that. I don't like it. So yeah, And even uh, he knows. Enrique knows. I mean, he yeah, was a bar Enrique, owner. For yeah, first. Enrique, you know how it is. So. Well, no, uh, I had a bar in Corktown, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, so it's just not my thing. So I went to... <laughs> Went to re uh, Jason, we did it. I did it for a while, and then I uh, decided, uh, man, I just got tired of driving back and forth. Man, I was meeting a lot of people, and then I was working. So as I was working, I have to meet people, get to work on time. You know, I was new at this new job. You know, I was working at the moving company when I first started. Then I got a job finally at uh, Chrysler, and they only right. three times you're late, and they can they'll they'll right. find you. So, right. <laughs> so, uh, you, know, so you got this you got this teacher line you just you're you just are 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 producing and, and you know it's going good the girl that you're with that's complacent you kind of say look i understand yeah. we're not we're yeah. not jiving i need to pull myself away from this yeah um and you become single yeah and you got to be to be honest with you you know and i hate to say this but yeah. I think I'm more creative when I'm single, right? Because if you get a girl, she kind of, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not that bad at that story. Yeah, right? No, no, it's true. I am, yeah, I am a million times better when I'm single. Yeah. My right. glow up is so, so real. You, you're right. So you pull yourself away. You're doing this. Everything's good. You're selling out of your trunk. When does the, when, when does it in your head say, Hey, you know what? Why don't I go get a retail location? Right. <laughs> Now they can come to me, right? And life becomes a little more manageable, 
Yeah. So that um, I was, I've been driving up and down the street and I kept thinking like, if I can get a spot in the hood um, right. <laughs> where I can just, I don't need a big spot. I just need a small spot where people can just come in get what you want and then, you know, order. Cause everyone would call me or, you know, they would send me messages and, you know, I would post stuff and then I would get messages all day. People you were kind of doing it like old school, like almost like word of mouth and shit. You I know, still which do is, that. That's, still, that's sometimes that's the best way. Kind of that, you know, and it's just, so I did that and I, I, I seen the building and it's, it's kind of ironic that I'm in that building, man, because that building, when I was in there, uh, Angel Vasquez, you know, you remember Angel Vasquez, don't you, uh, Enrique? Yes, I do. Okay, well, I was, that used to be a real estate office for him. Yep. I used to work with him in that building back oh. before it locked up. So, uh, yeah, and mm -hmm. actually, I told him, I said, bro, I said, things ain't going right, you know, for me. <clears throat> and uh, he prayed for me in that building. And it's crazy because mm -hmm. <clears throat> now I came back full circle. I, my wow. store, my first, you know, shop was over there. So it was kind of like, wow. you know, like a, Come back, That's you know. powerful right there. He prayed for yeah. you in that building and it yeah, brought you right did, back did, to yeah. it. That's full circle. Yeah. Mm. Me and him crazy. and uh, Frankie That's Sanchez, amazing. Enrique. Yeah. So Angel's still involved in the church, right? <clears throat> he still does church stuff. He right? does real estate. Angel does real estate still, yeah. Oh, no, but I mean, yeah, I remember him being in the church. Yeah, he's still, still in the church. Okay. Yeah, he's still involved with that. Yeah. So uh, it was, I seen the sign on it and then I walked in and I remembered it and I was yeah. living in my cousin's house and I seen the building, man. And I was like, man, you know what? I got to make a choice here. You know, make it I, happen. Can, I, I can make it happen and sacrifice by opening this as my store and a home. You know what I'm saying? And in my mind, I can see it, but in everyone else's mind, right, like, right, you tripping, right. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> They're like you bugging. I can't believe you're going to sleep in this building. They're like, man, you crazy as hell. And well, uh, there's, there's many nights that I slept, in the building next door so yeah so yeah. you know what it is you know yeah. you know but that's why you are where you are right now you're you know you make the, you know you're willing to do that a lot of people so the, aren't right. so they, the they same don't corner. see your dream they don't see the, your dream that's nah, why it's not theirs yeah no. the same corner that he's talking about it's apple michigan it's cross street from the, the mcdonald's there, i had oh, the okay. escort service. i had the escort service on this side and his building is yeah. on I, I even slept in the motherfucker for about a week. <laughs> <laughs> and I was the But yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he he he's guys like we used you guys, to play, They used to play crap craps against you know, that brick wall. So hey. you know, guys like you, like entrepreneurs like you guys, though, like all three of you, you know. And you know, I'm learning a lot from my marketing boss and stuff like that. And you used the word earlier, Jose, self awareness, man. Yeah. My my marketing boss, he uses that word so much that it it grew on me and. He was like, if you can have that and, you know, and stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, you got to eat, sleep, and, you know, drink that shit, yeah. man. And yeah, you got to believe. Live that's why it. I said it. Everybody can't be an entrepreneur, man. I mean, you know, so yeah, you got to know your I, place I, sometimes. I stayed in that building for a long time, man. I, I, I lived in that building. Right. <clears throat> and, uh, like, I was telling Enrique, it was like a like a bigger cell, you know. It was just like. Right, right. Uh, and you I don't know, you, got man, a, you got a hot plate back there. You got your bed. <laughs> your refrigerator. <laughs> you got a yeah, hot plate. You got a bed. I, I had was a glad he took me there, you know. Yeah, but yeah. The difference is, is you had a key to that door. Yeah, I could come right. in and go as I wanted. <laughs> that was your door, okay? Yeah, Don't yeah, matter yeah. how big the door is, it's my yeah, yeah. door. <laughs> well, mm -hmm. you still got, you, you, still proud, got a key. you still got a key in the joint. They give you uh, keys to your room, but you just can't. Uh, okay. Right. Right. You know what, Jose? When yeah. he took me in there, like, and introduced me to you and everything, you know, I was like, uh, I, I, 
I knew your cousin from you know from back in the day or from from the around the neighborhood, but uh, that was at the on the register. But it, when like the vibe I got when I went in there, like I got that vibe, man. Like you know, because he, he Enrique kind of told me about you know what what you were doing and stuff. So when I went in there, I was like, you know, it was small. There was only yeah. certain shirts and everything, but yeah. I was like, I was like, he's it it it's. I just even felt it, and I'm not yeah. saying this to be a kiss ass. No, no, it was gonna I, get bigger, man. It was gonna get bigger yeah. because, you know, there's there's a lot of people that do. I was gonna ask I this question. There's lie. a lot of people that do use the use three one three, like in ridiculous ways. Podcasting, yeah. I seen it all over for so many podcasts or Detroit this and that. But when I seen your your logo and all that, for some reason it kind of just it stood out to me, man. And and uh. But you know, and I want to ask you, like, did you ever think because of there's so much three one three and this and that? Did you ever like? I, I guess I don't want to say I don't want to use second guess. That's so negative, but but yeah, second guess like the logo and you know what I'm saying like uh, golly, how am I gonna yeah. stand out from the rest and separate myself and stuff yeah, like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, because the three one three so saturated. That, it's a hard thing. Yeah, yeah. Using that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's hard. Uh, when I first told my cousin, actually, you know. <laughs> And not to speak negatively, negatively on anybody, but, you know, mm -hmm. I asked him. He asked me, like, bro, what do you want to do when you get home? You know, he's like, I'm in a good position. I can possibly help you out when you get here. And I told him about my idea. And he was just like, why do you want to start a T-shirt line? Everybody got a T-shirt line, you know? And I was like, I don't know, bro, but that's just what I want to do. You know, he was just like, well, what's going to stand out, you know, from yours and anybody else's? <clears throat> and I was just like, bro, I, I don't know. I don't know yet because I'm not there. Right. All I know is in my heart, in my mind, this is what I want to do. You know, I feel like, you know, that's just something I want to try. I'm not going mm -hmm. to, I even, I even dibbled and dabbled in tattooing and stuff like that. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't give me the same, uh, right, right. Satisfaction. The same joy. Yeah, satisfaction, satisfaction the joy. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, resonate yeah. with you. I love to draw, you know what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean because I love to draw that I love the tattoo either, you know, but. Right. Uh, well, I, I actually bought everything for tattooing as well. I bought a thermal printer. I bought two guns. I bought, you know, inks. I bought, you know, needles, chairs. Story of an entrepreneur. Yeah. Okay, we always Damn. buy. I have yeah. so many sets up of yeah. things. We're like, yeah. we're going to give it a shot. We're going to try yeah, it in I, and out. I had, yep. I had everything. That's I mean, a, that's I, a, it's in our blood. Yeah. Are I you done tattooing? Huh? You done tattooing? Have you done tattooing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. I, I need a touch like I said, like I said, when I do it, it's just not like uh, it's not the satisfaction that I want. No. But right, 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 right. It's just I, I started doing it. this, and it's, it's totally just something. Get it. that, yeah, it just took off with this, and it just seemed it just seemed better, you know. So, mm -hmm. so you know you, you when it your, resonates with your soul, yeah. you know. <clears throat> yeah. So you open your store. Yeah. Um, you tell me I do fifteen hundred dollars your first day. Yeah, yeah. What is your what do you what's your what is your mindset at this point? Um, at that oh, someone was at the door. Uh, no. uh, customer. Yeah. Uh, it's Tony Mendez. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Does um, he have breakfast? No, that's why I didn't <laughs> open the door for his ass. <laughs> um, at that time. You know, I've done. I mean, is this because I mean, when I first had my first bar, right? And yeah. I sold my, you know, we had a great night. I'm like, you think you, in your mind, right. you're like, right. hey, I, I made it, right? I yeah. made it. So do you yeah. think, like, I made it? Can this get well, any bigger? Can it get any yeah. better? Yeah. So 
at, at the me, time, tell me I, a little bit. I've done a few uh, pop-ups. Like, I've done Annex. I've done White Rhino. Okay. Um, I've done, you know, just different. I've done downtown, you know, just mm-hmm. various places. Yeah. And uh, I've done some with uh, Mercedes L, you know, a couple times. Um, so, I... <clears throat> At that time, I've I've gone to pop ups and made nine hundred a thousand, you know, that day. And you're like, you know, this is a good night, you know, this is real good, you know, for one day's work. You're selling t-shirts, you know, and uh, so when I did the soft opening at the other building, and my sales, I was like, you know, this was a good day, you know. I remember it was it's a good day. I appreciate it. But did I'm you like, go I celebrate need- afterwards? No, nah, I kept telling myself I need to take this money. What's make next? More shirts What's and next? Okay. Make more shirts mm-hmm. and then put it back into this you know let me pay my right. bills and then let me let go me ahead. flip this yeah yeah let me flip this so that street sense of you know i need to get back more more, more my mind <laughs> yeah you know, mm-hmm. and, you know i uh i didn't i think I didn't, we've all I sold like, a couple things in our days <laughs> yeah i don't i don't i'm not a i'm not a person that likes to splurge like that you know especially now that i got this business it's like uh i want to be comfortable for sure because the wow. end end goal is to make money as well as you know put out a good product but at the same right, time, right, like, right. you know, uh, it's it's more it's more for me than the money. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. sell my I wouldn't sell my brand to like Walmart or something like right. that. You know? Right, yeah, even right, right. I just wouldn't do it. Or you know, so the uh, the old the yeah, old Jose, the old Jose, the Jose that got popped a couple times. Would he would yeah. would he would would he would party the money? Because I know I would have got some cookers. I got some drugs. We would have had a good time. <laughs> You know yeah, what I mean? the, the whole day definitely would have party. I would have went to a club. I would have spent most of that money and been right. like, "Damn, now I got." I got, I got everybody. I got yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Like, let me get a couple <laughs> bottles. Let me. Yeah. The whole and day, and what, the whole what you just said, yeah, yeah. what you just said, Jose, is like, it's it's not always about the money that will be there if you're doing it for your. You know, uh, you use the word like. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you used it once or twice, but like passion. That's not not. It's yeah. not nothing that you. You wake up, first thing you wake up and think about is like, you know what I'm saying? Like that, yeah. Yeah. When you become a certain agent, certain things happen in your life and um, you realize it's not about money. It's about serving others and it's about, yeah. um, you know, like, living like, or working yeah. from a place of love and gratitude. The money comes right. automatically. Right. Yeah, That's yeah. going to come. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a it's different better. mindset. Yeah, it's, it's different mindset. You know, it's like, it's, it's not about that. I'm not trying to make it seem like, oh, you know, uh, look at me. I don't do that. It's just more or less like I just I'm proud to do what I'm doing, man. It's like I, I appreciate it. I, I'm glad people embrace it. You know, uh, right, I'm, right. Glad, I'm glad the hood embraced it because it's it's. But most of all, it was it was it was to try to uh, show my kids a little something. It was that's the story behind it. It ain't, right, it ain't, got, right, it ain't got nothing right. to do. With, that's your why. It ain't got to do with legacy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It ain't got nothing to do with finances. It ain't got nothing to do with uh you know uh showmanship it ain't got nothing to do with none of that you know it's like it's when all, i'm it's, gone it's most, what, what are yeah yeah what's, what, what's gonna, gonna what am i gonna leave an impression of my kids right, you know, like right. I, you know i could have came home and just did what i used to do or you know i wanted to do something different show them that you know we all make mistakes you know we all do things that we we shouldn't do in life mm-hmm. you know uh it mm-hmm. just depends if you're going to keep doing them or not you know like they you know right. einstein's theory right. of insanity you know to keep doing the same thing over and over again right. and expect a different result you know yep. The dope game like, wasn't working for me. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't for me. You know, it just it, I kept getting locked up. I I got tired of that, and and that's okay with me. I'm I'm okay because I learned from it, so I grew from right. it. So I won't take right. back my ten years that I did in prison. Everyone be like, man, no. I'm, no, I will never take it back. You know why? Because you I grew. When, 
Right. A lot of people don't take those yeah. skills and put it towards something <clears throat> positive. They just keep doing the same thing. And, yeah, 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 and, no. and, and I don't care what anybody says. I've sold drugs. You sold drugs. We sold things. You take yeah. that networking mentality and you just yeah. apply it to something else. And people don't grasp yeah, that yeah. concept. And, and it's, it's all networking. There's a lot of things you learn. It's all networking. It's like all I was networking. listening. Listen I'm not condoning a, it, but it's all networking. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I was so, listening to a podcast a the other day. I listened to like a bunch of podcasts, wrestling podcasts, and everybody knows who Jim Ross is, a commentator for WWE and all that. And he was talking yeah. about a uh, he was talking about a wrestler that you know <clears> he had like he could have been maybe not you know the the main eventer, but he was a, he was a, he was a real athletic guy. This and that got hooked on pills. Blah blah yeah. blah. The point is, they let him go, just like any athlete. And you know, he was like, "Look, it, it, no matter what you're doing, your athlete or whatever your your uh, you know sport you're playing or job you're doing, <clears throat> if you ain't if you, if you don't want to help yourself, I can't help you." <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Plain and you simple. Know. So, I mean, I just thought about that when you, you know you, you mentioned what you know what you're talking about. So. Yeah. So I'm going to get back to, so you made $1,500. Um, your thought process is, okay, this, this is only going to go up. Yeah. Um, when did, when does the, the, the location on Apple, when do you feel like this is not working for me? I need to get a better place. I need to have a better building. You're telling me the heat doesn't work great in this building. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're like, yeah. I'm living in here and I'm freezing my ass off and I'm paying $400 a month in fucking, yeah. you know, yeah. and my heat bill. Yeah. When do you say, you know what? I need to look for a bigger place, more of a, you know, let me go in there. Let me put new floors. Let me do this. Let me do this. Make it look yeah. really nice. When do you tell yourself that? Uh, I would, at one time it was like, uh, we was in, uh, we was at the shop. And it was like, eight people in there bro and it was just so crowded in there you know it's eight people plus me <laughs> and then you got louie in there you know he takes up a little bit of room and you know uh, hey and, we love you louie we love you, <laughs> you know so so now i'm like you know if mark comes in it's really a problem you know what i mean okay. so, <laughs> so we're, we're talking we're talking about the elevator capacity hey, you're gonna have yeah, to start yeah, move, yeah. moving racks and everything <laughs> he said if mark shows up we're done yeah yeah so you know uh, it got crowded in there, and you know. I just want to know what the takeout bill is. What what, <laughs> what is the what is the Uber? What's the Uber bill? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. So then, uh, you know, they. Uh, I just started seeing that man. It was just more people starting to be more aware of my brand, and right. uh, more people starting to come by, and you know, people that I I wasn't I didn't even know personally. So, right. um, I started even accumulate more inventory. And then it would go quick, and then I have to restock, restock. So I'm starting to notice that you know things are getting better. You know, it's starting to grow a little more, and uh, which I'm grateful to. And then, uh, like I said, man, it, the heat—it was—it was always cold, and I had two space heaters in there that I bought, and it was still cold in there, you know. And then, uh, yeah, and it, my—it was just—it wasn't efficient, you know. So now it's like you're selling and making all this product and merchandise, but just to pay a heating bill, you know, and things of that nature. I mean, I'm in a bigger building now. My, my heating bill is half of that, you know, so it just goes mm. to different. Wow. Between, yeah, it just goes to so you, different. You, so, you know, this is growing and you say, you know what, I need a bigger spot. I need yeah. more of a, a more of a, a spot where people can come. Yeah, and I, not was be so crowded. 
I was I in this building for a while, man. I seen it and I was like, man, that's a that's a real nice building. I like it. You know, I was. I don't like, even don't remember what it was. What was that? Was that a pharmacy? What was that? It was a pharmacy many many years ago. Then it okay. turned into a warehouse for uh, mattresses. Okay. And then, yeah, and then they moved out. Oh, and I remember they, the guy came by yesterday and said, "This is mattresses." Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I remember then, being uh, a pharmacy as a kid. So. Yep. 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 It was that. And then uh, I, I talked to the owners here one time, and I seen it, and I, I, I didn't know how big it was. They have a, this location and the one next door. And uh, I looked at both of them, and at this time, this building is the one I wanted, but I was like, this is just a little bit too much for me. I wasn't printing at that time. I was just sending my stuff out still to get printed. Right. So uh, I was like, man, I, it's just too much what he wanted. I said, all right, thanks, and I left, you know. <laughs> and then uh, – he asked me if I could go lower, and I said, well, this is my budget, you know, and he was like, all right, but so six months later, seven months later, I came back again, man, it was empty, and I hollered at him again. I said, man, I still got the <laughs> same budget. <laughs> I got the same budget. Uh, what's call up? You back. <laughs> yep, and then he said, uh, well, let me talk to my brother. They talked, called me back, and was like, look, man, you know, if you give us a deposit and a, you know, month, you know, the rent and all that stuff, we'll, we'll, hold, we'll hold you down if you for sure. So I was like, yeah, I'm ready. So, uh, so you know, did they do the, did they do the build out or that was your responsibility? Um, they did the floor. Uh, okay. they redid the floor. That's all they did. Uh, but anything I need, man, these guys are great, man. I'm not even gonna lie. These totally That's different, cool. totally different from, uh, my last landlord. Uh, I had my cousin Kiki paint the inside for me. Uh, Kiki the painter, Kiki the painter. Kiki, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kiki and champ, you know, they, uh, right. Yeah, they do. They do Thanks. good shit. Good work. Yeah, they, Hell yeah. Yeah, that they did a great job. Uh, I was gonna actually do a different design on this wall here, and then when uh, Kiki called me and said, "I'm done for the day. Primo, come lock up." I came over here and I was like, "Damn, that wall looks nice like that." So I just left it like that. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> so I just left it like that. But yeah, uh, it's just a much better spot. It's just it's bigger. Um, it's roomier. It has a way better curb appeal. Right. Um, so let, let's talk about, so you warm. move into, you move into yep. the new location. Yep. <laughs> uh -huh. we're, we're 2020 COVID has hit. Yep. What do you rethink yourself? Do you, do you doubt yourself? Like, Hey, this was great, but now COVID's here. Yep. Do you feel like, am I going to get the same support that I had yep. six months ago? You know what yep. I mean? We're full blown. The, the the governor has shut down this state practically yep. you know what i mean yep. like so what right. is your thought what's your thoughts 2020 Man. covid is hit what the fuck am i gonna do now if this exactly. goes if this goes belly up now yep. what yeah so exactly. it, it, um, has, what are those thoughts i walked actually man it was crazy because i walked i left the building from over there came over here gave them deposit I was like yeah thank you very much da, 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 da. and then i was kind of doubting myself a couple of days later man and then i I walked into the other building when I was doubt I was doubting myself and I walked into the other building. Literally, bro, I walked into the bathroom and the sink was on the ground. And I was like, wow. I definitely, I definitely am not making a bad mistake. You know Damn. what I'm saying? So <laughs> right. I was like, I'm this was a sign. Out of nowhere, I was just like, what the hell? You know, it just, mm -hmm. <laughs> right. it just mm -hmm. that's how you know, it happens. <laughs> exactly. I was like, you know what? I'm I'm not making a mistake, you know. So yeah. um I did worry about COVID. So for a while there, when all that COVID stuff hit, uh, I kind of planned regardless. I didn't know nothing about COVID coming like that. I'm not going to say that. Mm -hmm. But I uh, I also had reserves. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I didn't splurge my money. I didn't 
I didn't do that. So I had a, a nice cushion where uh, I could kind of balance my money out. So I didn't buy a whole bunch of inventory. Um, I bought a few things here and there. I saved my money, waited to see how everything was going to go. Um, oh, yeah. Just kept my money in the bank, waited for a little while to see how things were going. People were still coming in. <laughs> yeah, people were still coming in. And I was like, if this stuff hits and people are not working, people ain't going to want to spend $20 on a shirt. Right. Nor am I going to ask somebody to spend right. $20 on a shirt when at that time it was like, you know, get food, get water, make sure you right. have the <laughs> toilet paper. Like, oh, toilet paper. Yeah, toilet paper. Was the <laughs> so were you? You were give, You were never get at a time given. You buy a shirt, I give you a toilet paper. No, none of that. No, that was that was our ranch. <laughs> I think they were doing Hell that. No. <laughs> if you buy a meal, they give you a roll of toilet tissue over there. Yeah. Uh, really? That's yeah. That's, that's a good idea. Uh, after that, man, I just, I just kind of like just, you know, let it play on its own. I, it was to the point where you know the, the wall was very bare. You know, I just still was open in case people wanted to buy stuff right and, and i seen that but i seen that I yeah people just man people just started coming though you know people were just like hey yeah. you know we want, to support, we want to support small business we want to come through we want to show you love and so you have actually, a you have a grand opening the mayor comes yeah you guys cut the ribbon great yep. respond yeah awesome man you, you make Thanks. six grand you you say you make about six grand so yeah. now, now you're three, four hundred percent what you originally when you originally right. opened. Do you, do you take a moment after everyone leaves, the lights are gone, lights are turned <laughs> off? Do you, do you take a moment and ever are you ever emotionally like very emotional and like I I can't believe this is happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's you know you, people think that you just you glorify it, but in in a sense you're just kind of humbled by it. I'm, I'm a, I, I've never been so humbled in my life, bro. I mean, I'm not even gonna lie. And this isn't to make people like me or whatever. It's, it's the right. truth. And it's like, right. you know, right. you're either gonna like me or you're not. But, <laughs> I am. but I mean, do you have that? Do you have that moment when everybody's gone, the show's yep. over? Yep. Do you have that moment where you're you're quiet in a room and saying, "I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. I made it." Yeah. And I can't believe that my dreams have come. Are for There's many, yeah, many, many times, man, when like, uh, every time I see somebody wearing my stuff, man, that I might not right. even know, or someone sends me a message and says, hey, I've seen mm -hmm. someone wearing your stuff in the mall, or, you know, <laughs> I've seen someone walking down the street with one of your masks. Can't hear you. you know, you, your mic I can't something. help but, you know, give thanks to God, first and foremost, above everything, because, uh, you know, that's my faith, you know, I look at mm -hmm. it like, uh, Enrique. Oh, yeah. I hear it. Yeah, he froze. There you go. There you go. There you go. Okay. okay. Go ahead. All right. So yeah, uh, I um, thanks I to God. Every, yeah, thanks God, man. Every day, man. It's, it's it's I'm not like I said, I'm not a religious person. I am a God fearing dude, but no. uh, you know, you I I can't do nothing but help. That I think this is a whole new path that was set for me. You know, uh, it was written. You know, because mm -hmm. everything. No, yeah, everything, this is your life contract. Yeah, this is in yeah, your life it contract. Was, it's all part yeah. of your story. Yeah, because like like Enrique said, it's not easy. And you know, uh, uh, I, I'm I'm grateful, man. Every time, and this time, like Enrique said, man, I just I didn't even when I after the first open, I didn't even check the sales or nothing. I didn't even check till the next day. I didn't even right. want to look. I was nervous because I was like, man, right, I right. you know, I knew people were coming. <laughs> You know, I knew they were coming. I knew they were going. So right. I just didn't know. You know, you had a good I, day. I, yeah, I didn't even care. We was, it was just all my right. friends was here. We had a good time, you know. And then, uh, you know, I checked the next day and I was like, well, you know what? That was a good day. You know, that was, I, I, I appreciate it because that just goes to show that how many people came out just to support that grand right. opening. 
you know, mm -hmm. just to say, hey, you know, I was part of that, you know, just to come through. Yeah. So, right. you know. And it was so heavy. Right. I, I felt bad that I didn't go, but I was oh, working man. and I was tired. But I, I, it, I wanted to go. I really did. I see, man, like, I, I was watching, paying attention to your page since – well, the last time he came, and then once you once you got going and stuff like that, and I started following you and everything, I seen all the progression, man. And I was like, wow, this is like, like you were getting a lot of love, man, a lot of tags, and a lot of, like it, it was crazy, even during the COVID. So right. That 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 was awesome to see, man. You know, for sure. <laughs> so. Uh, I'm going to go back. So you, uh, when you got out in 2017, the world has changed around you. Big time. Uh, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, all this stuff. How are you, how are you mentally? Like, what the fuck? What is this? You know what I mean? Like, what is this? You know what I mean? Like, how, how are you dealing with this? Because I got to be honest with you. If you're in a relationship, you got social media it's kind of a, it's kind of an anchor, right? It's kind of, it, it makes it difficult, right? Yeah. Everybody knows everything. Uh, we talked about that, you know, yesterday, you know, you're in Southwest. It's like, I'm 2000 miles away and I hear things, right? Just yep. because of social media. <laughs> yep. So describe to me when you come out, describe to me what, what, what is your perception? Does someone say, is it your, is it your kids that say, look, Poppy, you gotta do social media. Who who creates your Facebook? Who who does all that? When um, you come up, my cousin actually went. Man, I don't know, man. Like I said, it was just like a path set for me. Man, I was planning this already when I was locked up. Like my cousin came home in two thousand and shit. I think twelve, thirteen, something like that, bro. Right. Something like I can't remember what year he came home, but man, he he uh he he did seven years as well. I ran into him at JCS and. uh when I got home and I was telling, I even told him about all this and he was like, yeah, cuz, you know, do it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, man, set me up a Facebook when I get out. He was like, all right. So he got out, he set me up a Facebook and I already had Facebook. I didn't know how to use it cause we can't use it in there, but you know, uh, I get home, I get home and I, it kind of re reminded me of, um, uh, what's it? MySpace. MySpace. You know, MySpace. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I get out <clears throat> my, my, uh, they had me a phone ready. I already had a phone. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, so I'm looking at the phone and I'm tripping because I'm like, where are the numbers? Where are the buttons? <laughs> right. What's what? iPhone 7. I was like, what the fuck? You know, I'm like, right. how, does this, <laughs> how does this work? Everyone's laughing. And I'm all, I was on it all day, bro. I mean, all day. Yeah. All oh, I yeah. Phone. I'm looking at Facebook. I'm taking pictures. You know, I was fascinated. And uh, it's it a actually, new world. It's a new yeah. world for you. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't understand it. But the ironic part of it was uh, I would read about uh, social media. I would research. I would read things. I would read the paper and see statistics on how uh, social media is uh, ruining lives or how social media makes things better. Or We talked you know, we about this in the past. Yeah. 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 And I stayed up on that. You know, I stayed up on it. Right. I, I was reading all the time. I wasn't physically there, but I was still there. So mm -hmm. actually... The crazy part about it is that uh, in 2016, I think, I actually had this drawing that I did that. No. I'm sorry, I'm back. <clears throat> it relates to uh, what was going on in my head uh, about social media and the world and how things are perceived. And uh, 
Damn, I should have grabbed the picture. It's over there. Um, but it's one of my drawings that has kind of three levels. And at the top, social media is king. And uh, <laughs> then the middle, politically correctness. And then the bottom is uh, religion. So uh, back then, I was kind of seeing just by reading how the world is kind of uh, transforming into a new uh, dynamic of morale and what right. guys. That's a pretty, ac that's a pretty accurate, uh, right. uh, yeah. per, you know, per take you on got, it just from reading from it because it's, yeah. that's pretty accurate. Right. If you got today. a second, Enrique, I'm going to go grab it's right Go ahead, grab it. Go get it. I got to take a piss. I just want you to know that. Oh, nice. I hope everything comes out okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Do the podcast right. from the bathroom. Podcast from oh. the bathroom. <laughs> okay. Wow. That's like detailed drawing. I didn't think I was going to yeah. see that. Yeah. So. Damn. If you look at the sweet, top. Man. Damn. That's the bottom, middle. Wow, oh, wow, I see. I, I thought I thought you had just some words written down. <laughs> no, uh, this, uh, That's this, badass. Yeah, wow. What, okay, wait a second. I thought you said you couldn't draw. You weren't very good no, at drawing. That amazing, Listen, you done fooled us all. No, no, no. I wasn't aware that I could draw. Uh, oh, because that's yeah, amazing. I, I, um, Can we see that yeah, one more time? I want to yeah, see it one more time. I kind of want to explain it kind of like what I was saying is like, uh, yeah. like I just glare there, but like uh, so you see how I drew the Facebook guy? His head was actually uh -huh. the Facebook. Oh, and yeah. on, uh, on I'm going to let staff, you do that. I got to step away for a second. Go ahead. Uh, on the staff, there's a Twitter bird there. Oh, okay. then, I see that. I see that. Yeah. And if you see, he's wearing Damn. my favorite. My favorite Jordans are the Jordan 3s. And uh, I, okay. So I drew <laughs> the Jordan 3s on him. These are droves of people who right. uh, base their life on social media. Like, that's Followers. What yeah, that's what they just do. Just yeah. that, 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 that is amazing, bro. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's about uh, the second whole story one. story behind it. Yeah, there's a whole story behind it. The politically correct, you know, how you got to watch what you say, can't say uh -huh. something. Right. Like, if you watch Raw or uh, Delirious from Eddie Murphy, people would be so offended by some of the things that he oh said. Oh, my God, yeah. You oh, know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, then the bottom is religion, how, uh, like, less and less. I see the cross, cross. Yeah. Is that a cross right there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right my God. There. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to come look at that personally, yeah. man. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. that's wow. amazing, man. For real, like, um, I drew that in 2016, <clears throat> and it was just like, uh, I drew that freehand off the top of my head, just like kind of, uh, wow, just, for, just <laughs> from reading, just from reading. Sorry, about I had a dream to me, yeah, yeah, sorry, guys. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, just reading about it. I read it, I was just seeing how you know, I just reading the paper man because we didn't have internet so right, i would read right, the paper right, all the right. time you know guys would come by and give you the paper man i'm just like man the world's just changing behind us right so different and, you know and, uh, and that's what yeah. blows me away about social media because like there you know yeah we all have a couple friends or maybe one or two friends that you know they like 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 i said and you know i they hate to keep bringing them up but i i learned so much from my marketing boss and mentor and friend yeah. Yeah, you know about you know I I went to meetings where he spoke and everything like that at colleges and different you know uh, places like that about about how to utilize social media and yeah mm -hmm. every platform is for certain things like yeah and I and I used to put once in a blue moon I'll post social media is not for everyone 
Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and, and yeah. it's, just, it's just like everything, you know, it, it, everything you do, there's a, there's a happy medium where it could be used as a great tool or it could yeah. be, yeah. Know, yeah. I try to, and I try to cross over to Instagram. Right. I tried to cross over to Instagram and it just, it's not, a, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm lacking something, but I, I, I prefer it because it's got pictures, right. things of that nature. Uh, right. But my biggest platform actually is Facebook. So, yeah, I use it over and over again. It's mm-hmm. the best form of marketing. It's free and, you know, uh, for sure. For yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I, did, uh, I just I, did all these courses on Facebook ads and doing all yeah, these yeah, yeah. different yeah. And, 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 it was and like, marketing uh, strategies. Uh, yeah. You know, like uh, I was on Instagram and I got tagged in uh, and I might have even tagged you in there, Jose, uh, like uh-huh. doing a. Uh, just a little uh, exercise where you 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 have four, uh, you know you you just put like there's four like I'll tag four people businesses or oh. whatever it is and then yeah. mm-hmm. you share the mine domino. and and you yeah. rate yeah domino effect type thing mm-hmm. and, yeah you know that that I, I, a lot of stuff like that is it it, 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 it kind of works yeah it, it can work it, it just depends you know what I mean so it, it takes the t- it takes its time I mean uh, right 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 you got to have a lot of patience with uh, with business. Yeah. I mean, like, that's why they say they give you five years, you know what I'm saying? Of, you know, your first five years of business are usually, you know, your worst. Your first one is obviously your worst, but right. Uh, I mean, right. And yeah. I was told like, like one thing that I was, I was told, like, you know, I, I asked, you know, that's another thing you got to, you know, it doesn't hurt to ask questions. And I asked my uh, you gotta ask questions. marketing guy, I said, always. So for my Instagram, you know, in my profile name used to be sportsmouth313. And I said, uh-huh. he would, I said, should I keep that like that? Or he goes, no, change it. Because right. nobody knows sportsmouth313. Let everybody know who you are first. Yeah, right. So change it to your regular name and then go from there. And when you build up enough followers, then you then switch you it up, split it up. Yeah. And then you split it up. And then you, that's how you, he got right. four, he got four pages. And yeah. he's got one of them's got like he's got like eight hundred and something followers, and then another one he's got thirteen point five k follow. I mean, so I just listen, man. I try to be yeah. a sponge when I'm around them or or, or anybody. <laughs> so it's two thousand two thousand and twenty. You have a great uh, grand opening with the mayor. Um, what's your relationship with your children at this point? Your daughter is in her thirties, I guess. Yes, yeah, thirty. Uh, you yeah. got you got two teenage boys. Um. I have I have a teenage girl. It's impossible to to raise these children nowadays. I got to be <laughs> honest with you. It's 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 a it's like I didn't get this fuck. I didn't get the memo right. I didn't get the memo. I don't know what you know. It, it's so much change since since oh. us grow us growing up. Yep. You know, um, you know my my parents never hit me. Uh, you know, my mom would just I look guess. at you. Then my mom would just look at me and I would yeah. be scared. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, nowadays, I got the you, got two, you got two boys. <laughs> Same. I have a girl, and if she says, "If you hit me, I'm calling the police." So you got right. you got two boys, two two teenage boys. You have an older daughter. <clears throat> is your best friend? Is your biggest cheerleader? She's so proud of Poppy, but you have two teenage boys. What's your relationship with the boys? You got a, you got a new store. I mean, everything is is going at full speed and everything seems to be going your way. Yeah. But teenage boys. It's, 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 it's up and down with them. You know, uh, 
it, it's kind of hard. Like I said, you know, they're they're kind of in their own mind, their own, you know, they think, you know how it is when we were 17, we kind of knew they we knew know everything. Exactly. They, I didn't even have to say nothing, Tori. And mm-hmm. they, they know everything. You tell them something and they're like, I know, you know, and they're like, you tell them something else. Right. And they're like, I know, you know, and you're like, <laughs> Like if you knew, then why are you doing this stuff? You know what I'm saying? So right, like, right. like it don't make it don't make no sense to me. You know, they're like, I'm like, clearly so, you don't know. You don't know exactly. So it's just like, I'm like, come on, man. You know, and both my kids boys have different personalities. You know, uh, oh, even better. Yeah, yeah. My, yeah, my junior is Jose when I was 16, for sure. Mm. A light-skinned version of him, of you. It looks just like you. Yeah, yeah, he does, man. Oh, my God. He looks, (laughs) and not just physically, but, I mean, he's Jose when I was 17. That's your mini, Uh, right. That's your clone. Yeah, as far as personality, uh, mindset, you know, at one time Mm -hmm. I was so argumentative when I was a kid that my boy was like, damn, nigga, why don't you be an attorney when you go? (laughs) You know, and I was like, oh, damn, you know, that's that's not a good idea, you know? And he's the same. He's the same way. So genetically, even though I didn't raise him, he just has my uh, DNA, and it just kind of makes him similar to me. So I just kind of leave him. You know, I just let him do his thing. You know, I will argue. You know. Uh, so do you have a? Do you have this conversation with your boys? Because I know my father had this conversation. Yeah, with I do, and I have it with the man. And then you know. No, but, but do you have this? Do you have this? Don't get a girl pregnant. Do you have that? Do you, you don't want to be a young father? Do you have those conversations with them? Yeah, uh, I've had it with, you know, both of them. One, like I said, one's a little different than the other. The other one, one is, you know, my youngest son, he's he's creative. He likes to, you know, he's different than Jose. It's like, like to I, himself. Like, he's yeah, reserved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like my my youngest son is more like me today. You know, that's who he is. You know, he's he's got a little, he's more level-headed. He, right. know, he's he wants to get a job. He wants to work. You know, he's responsible. He's more you know, self-aware at yeah, his age. Yeah. Yeah, he's, 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 uh, you know, he's responsible. He's not a bad kid. You know, he's, his, his yeah. mom went through certain things, but his mom did a great job with him. I can't, I can't take with her, with him and my daughter, but mm-hmm. Jose, my other son, he, he's combative. You know, he's, he's a little, he's like me, you know, when I was younger, you know, <laughs> he, yeah, he didn't, he didn't want to be, he don't want to be told nothing. You know, he wants to do things his own way. Uh, and I don't want to put his business out there too much, but he's a 17 year old right, boy. Right. He's a 17 year old boy who, is, I, I, I would, I, I'm imagining that he just wants to find his own way because yeah. despite what I tell him he should or shouldn't be doing it to him, it just, it doesn't resonate, you know? So, so you, a- you have, you have Jose Jr. helping you at the shop. You're building that relationship. He was. <laughs> right, right. Well, you're building that relationship. <laughs> yeah. You're building that relationship the Past years 10. you've been gone. Yeah. Cause I know the, I know the younger one, they brought to this see part. you all the time. Right. They all brought the, the, the kids always came to see you. All the time. But junior, but junior had did you guys had a little different relationship? Only seen you yeah. once in a while. Yeah. Uh, so you guys are trying to form that bond, but he's combative. He's not getting along with Poppy all the time, right? He wants to make his own way. Yeah. Um. Do you have? Does he? Does he have to say? You know what? Too loud. Um. Poppy, you made mistakes. I'm not mad at you, but I want to learn. Does he tell you? I want to do my own thing. I want to do my <clears> own way. <throat> Does he have those conversations with you? Yeah. Or you yeah. guys have those heart-to-heart conversations? Yeah. We'll, we'll have these drawn-out text messages, man. Me and him 
and we'll talk to each other. We get into screaming matches. Well, I'll get into a screaming match, you know. <laughs> they just be like, I don't know why you're tripping, you know, stuff like that, you know. And, uh, <laughs> you know, um, because I can see what his attitude and his personality could lead him to, you know. Mm-hmm. He doesn't see that, you know. He's like, I'm woke, dad, I'm smart, you know. Uh, you know, I know what I'm doing type thing, you know, until shit happens. And then he's like, oh, I know I should have done that, you know. <laughs> but right. with him, like I said, he's Jose 91 through 98. Let me, <laughs> let, me figure out, let me figure out a better way to do this. You know, um, classic the, Jose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Instead of right. doing this, you know, I'm like, dude, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's not that hard, you know, and it's just, it's always, right. you know, we're always doing this, you know. You know, we're always bumping heads. You know, we'll be good for a little while, then we'll bump heads. But, you know, I can't do nothing about it. I mean, I try to talk to him, you know, and, you know, all I can do is just try to keep being an example for him. Like I said, my main goal was to show my kids that you can do, you know, things differently. You don't have to always fall on the cement to know that if you fall from 10 feet on some concrete, it's going to hurt. You know, mm-hmm. you don't, I don't, I'm not going to jump off a building and say, I wonder if that's going to hurt. Or I wonder if I'm gonna break my leg. That's just obvious, you know. You sell drugs, you, you get caught, you might go to jail. Obvious, right? Right. You know, if you work hard and invest money properly and mm-hmm. save some money, then your future seems more promising. So to hear that, <clears throat> one son embrace it, the other one may not. My daughter, right. my daughter's doing well. She's she works her butt off. I mean, she she works, she has her own home, she has her own family. I can't nice. ask her to do that for. But my daughter's 30. And at the same time, my daughter won't even cuss in front of me. So, you know, you have no. the difference. Yeah, she won't. She's, you know, and I always tell them when they sit there and text me and they be like, LMAO, like laugh my ass off. I'm like, excuse me, you mean LMBO? And they be like, <laughs> they're like, yeah, yeah, I forgot that, you know, LMBO. <laughs> you know? And that's just, to me, it's just res- out of respect. And, you know, I just, I just want them to understand that you should respect your authority. You should respect your elders. Right. You should respect your parents, you know. My dad and I haven't, we didn't, we didn't have a great, great relationship, but every time me and my dad were together, man, it, it's, it's laughs, you know, he'll come in here and he'll talk and he'll chill and he'll dance. And, you know, uh, that's another story with my dad, you know, but I love him, you know, and I'm not going to disrespect my father just because he was absent. He was absent in my life, but he wasn't absent in the presence of my brothers and sisters. So that at the time showed me that my dad can be a dad. It just mm-hmm. didn't happen to work out for him and my mom at the time that I was a kid. That's real shit. So Damn. I can't, I can't be mad at my dad for that. You know, it just no. didn't work out. So it's I don't, all about you, timing. It's all about timing. Yeah, I don't what feel like he deserves. Until you realize like that, deserves, and, you know, yeah. I'd rather him, you know, go live his life than be in the household and yelling and screaming and hooting and hollering mm-hmm. and get physical. You just don't know, you know. So to me, I still commend him as a man for taking care of my sisters and brothers. So to me, I'm like, you know, you still a dad, you a dad to them. So you was dad to me. So I don't, right. I don't look at it no other way, you know, other than that, my dad can come here today. And as you well. get older, you evolve too. You understand things. Yeah, I always, dad. one of my favorite lines is I can't, you know, my mom, I had a baby at 15, moved out, never looked back. Right. Um, it took me moving literally 2000 miles away from Detroit to have the tightest relationship I've ever had with my mother 40 years exactly. later. Yeah. But you, you have to know about timing. You have, when you evolve and you start leveling up and growing, you know, personally as a human, I, I yeah. one of my favorite sayings is I can't be mad at my mom for things she didn't know. 
or right. things that she wasn't taught when she was younger, you know. Exactly. That's the whole thing. I just can't. I just can't. You know, there's yeah. things that I can, I'm not happy about. And I'm like, well, common mm. sense, you should have did something differently. Or, you know, that's bullshit that that happened. But when you look back now, you can't be mad at, you, you just like mm. being, you know, your grandparents or your parents and the things that they're only given what they knew and what they right. had at the time. So, you know, as long as they're not doing those things today and they've yeah. evolved too, then yeah. life's too short to not, to hold yeah. on to that. It's just too short. Yeah, like they say we're, we're a product of, you know, the way we were raised and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and I, you know what, uh, Alex, the thing with that is, man, it's like, uh, as you get older, you you kind of kind of uh, start developing your own uh, interest in mind, like because yeah. when you think about it, me and my brother are two totally opposite. You know, like right. totally. My brother mm -hmm. has never committed a crime. My brother doesn't do any of that. His rationale, right. and that's what I keep telling my son, is like, man, your rationale is off, dude. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. mm -hmm. I lacked it completely, and to me, rationalization was, you know, was the consequence. Does it outweigh the reward? Does the reward outweigh the consequence? So mm -hmm. to me, the reward outweighed the consequence. So right. in my head, I had it like, if I get caught, I'm going to just have to do this time. You know, right. for me, you know, right. guys be like, oh, I can't go to prison. I'm like, well, don't commit crimes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. you know, so, right. you know, like, I don't know, how, I don't know how you did it, you know? Well, right, then, right. Even in my mind, and, I, and, and, I had yeah. where, yeah. I, if I'm and, and I understand I exactly what you're saying, because like, just to give you a quick example, you know, I grew up in Southwest, and yep. of course, like Tori mentioned earlier, you know, we all did something, sold something, this and that, and I, I did those things, and I was like, but I would, I would always, you know, uh, you know, I had both of my parents. A lot of my friends I grew up with, man, they didn't, they, they, they didn't have both their parents. <clears throat> like, like ninety percent, right. or maybe ninety-five percent of my my friends, my best friends I grew up with. They didn't have both the parents, so right. You know, a lot I, of us are a product I, of our environment or the things that yeah, we I have took, to do to survive. I like like, I took that for granted, you know. Yeah, in, in some way, not to cut you off, but like, no, I feel like I, I took that. Yeah, I, in a lot of ways, I took that for granted because I had my father, and you right. know, and I lost my yeah. father last year, and I always Sorry. try to live by everything that he taught me to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, and stuff like that. You know, and and I had and you know, he, they, my parents spoiled me by letting me. You know, I didn't have a car when I was 15, 16, uh, but they spoiled me by letting me do what the hell I wanted. Right. So I was always with my friends, 90% yep. with my friends, 10% with my family. So when right. I got older, I had my first daughter, I was like, you know what? I'm tired of all this shit. Right. I want to spend 90% with my family and 10% with my friends because right. I already knew who they were, what they were doing. Right. And I'm lucky to be. You know, I met somebody yesterday and, and you know, the person was like, God, I know you from somewhere. I know you from somewhere. So I started naming a couple of friends. They're like, that's, you know, that's okay. Now I remember that's, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm lucky for hanging out on I'm the block. I'm lucky to be here. I'm <laughs> right. lucky to be here because a lot of my oh, friends are not how many, no how many times have you thought that, like, wow, I really, I really did make it and I'm really <laughs> yeah, here and you're yeah. just so and grateful And she was like, you it. look so familiar. And I was like, God, mm -hmm. I've had a quest. So I used to DJ and blah, blah, blah. But, but you probably know me from hanging around, like, with these people <laughs> or whatever. And, you know, but yeah. So, and my, my best friends, you know, uh, one of my best friends and my cousin, you know, we would be walking to school or to the store and we would be smoking a joint or something. Yeah. And my, my, my best friend, I won't mention the name, but he, he, uh, he would be walking like 10, 10, you know, 20 <laughs> steps ahead of us for a reason. 
And that's why yeah. he's the rational one at the time. At now, <laughs> making almost $200,000 a year. And you know what I mean? He knew what he just stayed away from that. And some people, yeah. you know, it just comes natural to them. Right, yeah. right, right. So. You're, some people rationalize a lot better than others, you know, and that to me exactly. was like, I, I took a class in uh, the U of M uh, and while I was incarcerated, they had these <clears> classes uh, on uh, like criminal behavior <laughs> and things of such thing. Well, uh, that's when I learned that rationale theory because, you know, they say sometimes that the a drug offense is actually like a victimless offense. Um, so they had me write this paper. They wanted me to write this paper out and I, I couldn't, I couldn't relate to the topic. And I explained that mm -hmm. to her. She said, I understand why you can't. And then she broke it down to me. She said, there's this wow. theory. So when she broke it down to me, it just made all sense to me. You know what I'm saying? It was like, damn, you know, it's true. You know, for me, <laughs> you know, the reward was worth the consequence. I'm that person that would take the chance to do whatever I did and didn't care. It was just like, I'm going to do it anyway. You know? So like right, I said, my right. brother, you know, even though he's older than me, his rationale was totally different than me. But we was raised in the same household, so it can't. Right. It's not. It's mm -hmm. not just that. You know, you're a product of yourself and your DNA. So mm -hmm. uh, you look at things differently. So it wasn't that my mom raised him any right. different or raised me any right. different. It was just that his rationale is different than mine. So he was like, "I'm not doing any of that. I'm good on that. I'm not going to do this. That you do that if you want to do that, but I'm not doing it." So <laughs> you know. Uh, that's how it was. But like I said, it's, it's all about rationalization. And that's my problem with my, with my kids. I want them to understand, you know, to rash, rationalize things, you know, look at things for what they're really worth first. So for mm -hmm. me, regardless to what I'm going to do, if I'm going to do some dumb shit, it's already in my mind, like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And it's over with, you know what I'm saying? It's just, right. I'm going to have to give the consequence then. Look at the outcome but, first. Yeah. Let me look at the outcome yeah. first. And if I'm still going to go through with it, then I'm just going to have to go through with it. And whatever the consequence may be, then I'm just mm -hmm. going to have to do it. It comes, you know. So it was the word manifestation came to my mind when you said, yeah, you know, yeah. You, so, you, oh, don't I, get us started. We don't got enough time for all that. <laughs> yeah, I got, a, I got a, I got a That's question for you, Jose. <laughs> right. Is is mommy still alive or no? I can't remember. My mom, no, my mom passed actually uh, in 2007, right before I got locked up in January. Oh, wow. uh, and I got so you were time. home before when she passed. Yeah, I was out. She passed away in June, January. I got locked up that June. So, and is your, your sister, is she older than you or younger? My sister, I'm the youngest of all. So my sister, okay, so she's older, okay. yeah, my sister's older than me. My other sister passed away as well. She passed away in 99 and she's older than me. And then oh. I still have, so it's me, my brother and my sister. But I also okay. have two sisters, well, three sisters on my dad's side. Okay. No, I was just wondering because, you know, if your mom was <clears> still <throat> living, you know, she's seen you come to full circle. You know what oh. I mean? How yeah. proud she would be of you. <clears throat> Oh yeah, so, she would be that too proud. He yeah, sees it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that that drive that your mom had putting those Jordans on your feet when you're little, uh -huh. does that transition to now and saying, I want the best for my kids and my mom would be <laughs> proud of me of what I've turned my life around. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You did a you did a three sixty. Let's yeah, just yeah, be honest. Sure. Yeah, like uh you know, when I when I did the ribbon cutting, uh, my sister was here, so right. that's the first thing she said, you know. Mommy uh, be proud. Right. Mom. So, you know, it was kind of like <clears throat> sad, but I was like, chill, you know what I'm saying? Let's get yeah. this over with her. <laughs> you, 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 know, you didn't want yeah, them yeah. to start, you didn't want the yeah, tears yeah. to start flowing. You didn't want the tears <laughs> to start flowing, you know. It was just like, you know, <laughs> so proud of you because, you know, I was the, 
the wild one. I was the one out in the streets. I was the one partying, you know. And I tell my kids all the time, I just want what's best for you. Now that I know all this information and I'm trying to relate it to you, I just want you to do these things, you know, like I... Right, I, just I, listen I, to me. Yeah, just listen, man. You know what I'm saying? It's Amen. like... Stop you know, knowing everything. Yeah, stop knowing everything. You know, and to me, it's like, you know... I uh, get it. I, I want them to have the best. I want them to do the best. You know, I wish they tap in more into their creativity because, like I said, one of my sons, he's he's extremely creative. You know, one draws, you know, they, his mom would always send me his drawings when I was incarcerated. My Damn. daughter, my daughter draws. Uh, so them two on that side, they, they can physically draw. Like, it's probably, you know, they're not, I'm sure not as advanced as I am, but they can draw. Um, mm -hmm. My sis, my daughter went to school to be an architect. That's what she wanted to do. Wow. Uh, she didn't, she didn't finish, but she, she went, you know, so. Uh, I'm still proud of her for what she's doing today. She's one of the main workers at her job. She's doing well. She's happy. I'm happy. Right. As long as my daughter's in good health, I'm happy. You know, so okay. uh, as far as my sons, man, I'm just hoping the best for them, Enrique, to be truthful. I just, I hope they don't uh, lose focus. Um, mm -hmm. uh, my, uh, I'm just hoping they, they make the right choices, man. You know, that's, that's right, all I can hope. I don't live with them. I don't live with them right. every day, so I don't, I don't see them every day. I don't talk right. to them every day. You know, uh, you know, they always say I'm busy or they're like, you're the parent. You don't call. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, you call your homies all day long. You can call me just as well. <laughs> no, you're like, on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, you're on Facebook all day long. But you're on Snapchat all the time. All you hear right. is Snapchat going off when they're with you. Blah, 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 blah. You know, and I'm just mm -hmm. like, okay. So it's, it's a two-way street as well. You know, just because you're the right. parent doesn't mean that you can't. You know, receive my daughter. She's totally opposite. My daughter will text me. My daughter will message me. My yeah. daughter will, hey, Poppy, how you doing? It'll be four in the morning, and she's at work, and she's like, hey, Dad, you know, I know you're sleeping. Probably, I just want to tell you I love you. You know, she's just different like that. So, right. you know, I'm I'm trying to build that relationship with with them, and it's just it's not always easy. I'm not gonna say right. it is, and I'm not gonna say that it's just my kids' fault. You know, I'm not gonna say no. that because I play a big role as well, and I can't say the, you know, the mom or this. I'm not going to do all that because that's not that. Yeah, no, that's fine. Not, you know, it's just, it has to do with it, me. It, my, it's my kids, it's difficult know. raising teenagers nowadays. It is. It, it especially is. Especially boys. Especially right. boys. Right. You know, you know, they got girlfriends, you know, they got homies. They want to smoke. They want to, you know, yeah. so, I mean, <laughs> I don't condemn yeah. them because they do it. I'm just telling them, all right, you know, that's what you do. That's what you do. You know what I'm saying? I don't smoke weed, but. If they do, then I can't, what, what can I really do? You know, it's just so, right. America has made it okay for you to smoke weed. So it's like, right. what's the big deal? You know, what's the big deal? Yeah. That's all, what's the big deal? Why are you tripping? You know? <laughs> so, uh, okay, well, you know, do what you do, you know? So right. and I, I, I do want, I, I would love to have a better relationship with my kid. I would love to have both my sons working <clears> with me. You know, that's my, that was my dream. That my dream right. was to have them both here. And it's not to force them to be a t-shirt and, clothing entrepreneur but it's just the experience mm -hmm. of being here with your dad you know i right. feel like you should, right. yeah. i feel like you should want to be here with me you know what i'm saying but right. i can't for, i can't force you right. to you know like like the post yeah. the other day that said you know you can take the horse to the water but you can't make him drink it right, right. And in a sense that That's was true. part that was a personal uh <clears throat> post about actually my relationship with one of my boys and it's just like i can't make you do something that you don't want to do but right. i do trust and believe that i do want you here you know so right. I don't want, like I said, I don't want you to be like, oh, I'm going to be the next t-shirt guy. No, I think that, man. Right, right. The experience of being no with No matter me. if you're selling lemonade, just yeah. time to time. It's the experience of Can't being. get that back. Yeah, it's the experience of being with me. Hold on one second, bro. Go ahead. 
He's got to open his door. Yeah. Customers. <laughs> I need somebody to bring me breakfast. Where are you guys? Yeah, where are you? <laughs> I need breakfast. I need pancakes. I need Cardi B pancakes. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Man. Yes. Oh, my God. All right, don't, I don't worry. Have Cardi B well, pancakes, don't worry. But... Well, we'll wait. We'll get to the nipple part in a minute. Yeah, okay. nipple. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we start talking about nipples. I'm like, wait a minute, what I missed? So let's 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 get to another story. Um, yeah. You're incarcerated. You um, you see all these cartoons for Morenos. You see, you know, you see all these different comic books. Yeah. Um, and you reach out to Edgar once again, yeah. again and yeah. say, "Hey, I got this," and he tells you, "Hey, I, you remember Sam?" Yeah, yeah, I remember Sam. He lives in California. He's the guy to talk to to, get, to talk to about designing your own Latino comic book. Yes. <clears throat> so, when do you draw the first character? Oh man, when uh, you're incarcerated. Me and uh, uh, my buddy of mine named Luz Ibarra. He is from Adrian and now living in Southwest. Um, Again, I didn't think I could draw. And even to this day, as well as I can draw this, I'm not a great uh, cartoon drawer. That's not really right. right. Like, totally different. Totally different. Yeah, it's just not, yeah, it's just not my medium. So uh, <clears throat> me and Luz, I told him about it. He thought it was cool. Uh, and uh, he sat down with me. We sat on the yard. We sat at a table. He brought out his sketch pad brought out some markers and we sat there and I told him, this is my eyes. This is what I'm thinking. You know, I told him about the anime eyes. Again, I bought books on how to draw, how to write for animation. Uh, a friend of mine, Amy Dozier, sent me a book called uh, How to Write for Animation. So I had that Damn. book, started reading how to write scripts, uh, took a class on how to uh, write, you know, a writing class on how, you know, punctuation, how to write scripts theater, all that type stuff. And you did so your research, had, man. <laughs> yeah, they had a, they had a class. Sure. They had a lot of programming in there from the University of Michigan. The University of Michigan had a PCAT program. Uh, it's called the Prisoner Creative Arts Program that was actually very active in the facility at JCS. So they offered all these different classes for you. Uh, so I took a writing class, um, learned how to write scripts. You know, I even bought a typewriter. Actually, my daughter and son's mom sent me the money to buy the typewriter. I was like, look, I need, I don't know, I think it was 40 bucks, 50 bucks for this typewriter. And she was like, all right, so she bought it for me. Uh, so I learned how to do that. We sat on the yard, uh, I showed him what I want. And like I said, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You know, he's like this, like this, like that. So every other day or every weekend, we would get out there and we'd sit on the yard. And, you know, I was persistent. You know, I was like, hey, bro, you're going to meet me out there next week? He's like, yeah, got you. So we did that. We did the first drawing. And uh, I sent it to Edgar. That's when I sent it to Edgar. And then uh, Edgar came up with a little compilation of uh, a barrio, like anime vector image. Mm -hmm. And it was sweet. It was dope. You know, it was another project that I was showing everybody like, man, check this out. Check this out, you know. There it goes with that natural networking thing, you know? And uh, so everyone was like, damn, that's just pretty dope. So then I was like, all right, bet. So as I went back and forth with Edgar, Edgar said, hey, man, you need to contact Sam. And as I said, Sam 
this was in 2000, maybe 12, was drawing my flyers or our flowers, flyers for the house parties back in 84, 85. Damn. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's how far back I go with all these people. And I'm still in contact with all of them today. And uh, so I reached out to Sam. He J paid me, which is the email system. And we just started going back and forth. And I sent him the actual uh, drawing of what actually Edgar sent him through email, the drawing. I sent him the physical uh, sketching that me and Lucy Bada did or Luce did for me. Yeah, and, we put that. and we put it all together. And then Sam was like, hey, I like what you're doing. I sent him a script. He liked it. And uh, it's, we just started going back and forth for years on character design. So, you know, he's busy. He's got a life, you know. So I didn't expect him to just drop everything, you know. Uh, right, right. So he helped me. I mean, he helped me out, man. He's like, this is what we can do. This is what I'm doing. And he would always send me different designs, man. He sent me sketches. This is my first sketch for Mario. This is my sketch for Carmen. This is my sketch for Xavier. <laughs> this is my sketch for Jose. This is for Mario Sr., for all these people. <clears throat> Sweet, you forgot Mark. You forgot Mark. Mark came later. Mark came Mark <laughs> came in when I come home and he was like, I'm gonna be a character in one of these <laughs> scripts. <And I> was, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Mark has been a, a great friend of mine, man, since we were about eight. And uh before I was incarcerated, me and Mark was hanging real tight. So then I get locked up, I get out, and me and Mark start talking again. And again, he's been a big part of uh promoting Detroit Forever 313, you know, everyone yeah. sees Mark wearing my stuff probably before anybody. Uh, right. He was the, the like the main face of it, you know, and right. he's no model, but everyone liked it. <laughs> Wait a minute, he's no model? <laughs> no, he he's not no a model. model. He's a model, he's a model. I, Mark, I think you should no tell model. him that. <laughs> yeah, I will tell him that later on. He my, he my plus model. He my, he my he best plus model. <laughs> he plus model. He my best model. For, yeah. But, yeah. No, he, he, uh, he uh he helped me out tremendously, man. You know, he was like, bro, you know, a lot of people feel, you know, hey, blah, blah, blah. But Mark was uh open about it. He was like, bro, I know how you used to promote. I remember you and Edgar did the uh well, Edgar's the actual promoter and designer of Porter Right Gear. I just tried to help him market it. And, you know, he said, I remember all that. You know what I'm saying? I'm down. I, I like this Detroit Forever 313 stuff. I I'll wear it, you know, I'm saying if I can help you promote it, I got you. Right, so right. I think Mark just Mark just commented. I mean, he must have been watching the interview. <laughs> uh, so uh, he wants he a new con plus size contract. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna be like, I'm losing weight. You got me, you know, so, uh, so yeah, man. Uh, he was pivotal with that. So then he seen the El Barrio thing. He was like, Oh man, that's sweet. You know. Uh, so that's still in, that's still in the works. Yeah, it's my yeah, I'm still work on it. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's still there. Yeah. It's um, not, it, I created it, you know what I'm saying? But it, it also had, it's, it's Sam's influence. I mean, he's the illustrator. He has creative design. He right. has every, he has every, every, and when it comes to design and he is the man, he sends me stuff over. He says, Hey, Jose, do you like this? Yes. And he'll say, post this, don't post this, you know? So uh, there's not a, it's, it's just, if, if ever it turns into something, he is 50, 50 with me on this. I gave, we, I'm like, look, bro, I'm not trying to, you know, like I'm, it's all me. It's not, you know, because right, his creative right. juices are mm -hmm. what make it, what it is, you know, and I can't say, I can't do everything by myself. I just can't. Right. Right. So, uh, we created it, man. I got scripts going. He's on, he's working on the, uh, graphic novel as we speak. He's probably got, I don't know, half of it done probably by now. Uh, 
he's doing a lot on it. He's Can't wait to check that out, man. Yeah, sure. man. And it was inspiring because cool. I, I would always watch the Boondocks. Man, I love the Boondocks. It was just right. so, love it. so uh, <laughs> yeah. It just so it was so uh well written. It was so uh, you know, when you think about it, it just had such a good story. You know, the plots, it just it had a meaning behind it. You know, it's just mm-hmm. politically relatable, just, relatable yeah, too, big time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because you know, whether you're African American or Latino, we're still considered urban in today's society. You know, like all you guys, you know, over there, minorities. And, uh, you know, for me, it was just like, man, that's dope. I love that. You know, I would watch mm-hmm. it all the time. You know, mm-hmm. then I realized the voices for the two characters, the boys, is actually a woman. So I thought that yeah. was dope. That's so, crazy. Right. Yeah, you know, so. Uh, kind of like the so Simpsons long. almost. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. So I just started researching that stuff too, man. I still got all my books on that stuff, man. I'm kind of a. I'm kind of a hoarder. I'm attached to that stuff. So I kept all that, you know, so I wrote it up with him and I sent them two scripts, uh, you know, as a, he, he was doing his own thing. I was doing my own thing. And then when I finally re- he reached out to me and he was like, look, bro, I love what you're doing. He goes as a gift to you, man. I, I want to get started on. <laughs> that's love. That's love. Man. Big time. I'm, I'm going to give you my time, you know? And I was like, damn, that's dope. But I don't want him to think that I, I want all the credit. I don't. I right, want him. Right. To, I want him to be part of it. So whatever happens with it, man, you know, because I'm a creative, like, junkie. Right, right, you know, right. I'm thinking toys. I'm thinking shirts. I'm thinking pillowcases. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking marketing. You know, so that's also part of, you know, him. You know, so it's not just me. So I go at his pace. I appreciate his time tremendously. And to me, it's it's just another way to reach right. out and give a positive vibe to the to the. Right. Say, well this is part of me as well you know, yeah. it's, you know it's we all do everyone looks at you know our stereotypes you know whether you're puerto rican mexican uh whether you're from cuba whatever it is man you know what i'm saying we all have our stereotypes you know but it's just to diminish that and kind of show that we we we're just like everybody else you know there's no difference between a uh, 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 puerto rican mexican that's born in the united states and a white person that's born in the united right. states you know, we all have the same you know uh, agenda is to just get ahead in life so I'm not any different than you just because I'm Latino, you know what I'm saying? Or right. whatever the case right. may be. Right. So we go through this, we go through the same struggles. We go through the same problems. We go through the same politics. We go through the same voting. We go through all that, yep. you know? Yep. So, I mean, we have every right, you know, as everybody else. Yep. So, yeah. We all bleed the same color blood, man. <laughs> right. But as a, as a child, you're not groomed like that. You know, you're not groomed like we used to be. So right. if you got something that they can look at, that does have a little mischief, but at the end has a message, you know, or something they can relate to. Well, then that's what I was hoping to do with that is to kind of put a message out to that, to that age group of, you know, 12 and up, you know, so it would have definitely have adult content, but at the same time, you know, you hopefully get a message by the time you finish right. it. You're reading the book, seeing the story, and hopefully maybe seeing it on like a nice YouTube channel or you know, even a cartoon someday. Cause that's right. what I like for it to be. So, I would, I just want to point out. So you, I mean, you went through some trials and tribulations, right? You yeah. were incarcerated seventeen years. I, I gotta, I gotta point out. You had some pivotal friends, really family, that made your life turn around dramatically. From start from Johnny, you had childhood yep. friends like Sam, Edgar, yeah, uh, and now and Mark trying to push you to that next level. Yep. So. I got to be honest with you. They're not just friends. They're family. No, they're family, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah. All of them they're guys. family. Yeah, right. Sure. So this is the story of Jose Rivera 
from start to finish. So I just want to appreciate your time, man. We're going to go yeah, into some sure. other topics, but you could, you, know, you could stay on because I got some things to ask you. But yeah. I just want to appreciate you for your time. So we're going to jump into sto- uh, to sports, but I just wanted to tell you, yeah. thanks, man. God bless. Yeah. You're doing yep. phenomenal. Yeah. Proud Thank of you, dude. You. Sure. You're, you're going to take it to the next level. Thank so you. Thank the, you. the NFL went into the fifth week. The Lions lose again. <laughs> Alex... <laughs> the press the press conference that we had rec- that we recently had we thought that the Saints fired their NFL coach why has not the Lions pulled Houston, the trigger Texans. why have <laughs> they not pulled the trigger on Patricia they're just too loyal man they're too loyal and you know what before i forget uh i think we talked about it i mentioned to you the other day uh you know, I caught it on the sports station the other day, which I thought was hilarious. I guess uh, I kind of caught the show in the middle of him talking about it, you know. And uh, but I guess at the end of uh, the the loss to the Saints, uh, he gave uh, Matt Patricia gave a game ball, a losing game ball to Sheila Ford. Oh my God! You know, the, the, and I I listened to a little bit of of it. I was running, doing some running around, and I just was like blown away by that man. Like, you, you talk about a kiss ass, <laughs> trying to save his job, giving a lose. Like, what is that gonna do, man? Giving a losing ball to the owner, like you talk. I mean, that, I was just like, wow. I was laughing so hard in my car to myself. Mm. Right, it was crazy. So, Jose, so, you mean being in, being from <clears throat> Detroit? We've we haven't had a winning season. It's been a couple years, right? They yeah. they fire uh, the coach Caldwell. that we actually yeah Caldwell that we had a winning mm-hmm. season, right? And then we get uh-huh. this guy from the we get this guy from the Patriots, um, losing, losing. Uh, Lions, should the Lions stick with this guy to the end of the season, or should they fire him? Honestly, bro, I'm the Lions kind of messed up football for me since I was a kid. I mean, I used to love. <laughs> <laughs> I love playing football when yeah. we were younger. Mm. Basketball is more my sport. Uh, right. My cousin Pete loves football. Uh, as you know, Mark Tay loves football. Right, um, right. In my opinion, get rid of him. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's how I look at it, you know? Uh, I don't know, man. It's just – it seems like they don't ever want to invest enough money into the actual players that they need, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, you need someone that can execute a play, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? If right. you can't get out there and execute Simple the play – I mean, you can't always blame the coach either. You know, he might draw right. out a sweet ass play, but then you got a wide receiver that can't execute it. You know, you can't right. get around those, can't get around those corners. You know, so I mean, yeah. you know, you got to spend a little money to make money. So I mean, I think as well they need to focus on their offense and defense. You know, so like I said, he could be drawing up the best plays in the world, man. But mm. if you can't get out there and execute it. True. You know, exactly. You know. Yep. So, yep. so Dak Prescott goes down for the Dallas Cowboys. He literally looks like he broke <sighs> his fucking leg, right? Or his, his ankle. Uh, Alex, is he done? You know what? I don't think he is. I, I already heard that he was. Because um, he was very he was very emotional when that I happened. I feel so bad for him. Yeah, he I already was heard so that emotional. he was I, You know, I really feel so bad for him. Yeah. I, I already heard that he was it, practicing yeah. already. I don't know if that really? – I'd have to look that up and see it, but uh, – That's what I heard, know, too. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean that was like you know I didn't even I didn't watch it live. I was watching I the did. game off and off and on, and uh, a friend of mine called me 
and 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 wanted to see to know if I seen it, and I said no. Yeah, so I, I, I went on YouTube, and I watched twelve seconds of it. And when he pointed to his leg, like I can watch scary movies and all the all no, that gruesome knew. shit and everything. But when I seen that man, I turned it. I I had to turn it off. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. And then I guess Tony, you know, I heard Tony Romo uh, was <clears> like, oh, I hope it's a cramp or. Or something like that. He like, was doing so going, good too. He was doing so good. Way. What are you talking about? But uh, yeah, that was that was definitely like I said, it wasn't Joe Joe Theismann type injury, but it was still a horrific injury. And, and no, you could it's already that. dealt he was, with. He was definitely. You could tell he was in pain. You could. See oh yeah, and, and for somebody to, that's that's he just signed a deal. And he's probably gonna get. He fought you know, for that deal, remember? Yeah, and he's gonna probably get like uh, you know the, the uh, I forgot his name, uh, uh, something Logan, the one that that had tackled him. The one. Uh, you know, yeah. at the press conference, he said that he hopes that he gets five hundred million dollar contract or whatever when he resigns. But you know, he the guys already went through. You know, in the spring, he lost his brother to his brother right. committed suicide. suicide. Yeah, right. has been through so much, man, and uh, just, so team, just any sport. I, I hate. And I'm a big fighting to just get the right contract that he deserves. Right. You know that other people right. are getting, right. and he's right. not because he, you know, yeah, right? he, you know, he dealt with depression, all Justice. just the whole. But yeah, he, he per that. persevered through a lot of things and stuff like that. And me being a crazy sports fan, I am. I hate that. that like that almost put a tear in my yeah. eye. I hate as seeing. As soon as it happened, I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Of all the people, it happened to him. He was doing right, so good, right, right. too. Well, I you felt brought, so you, bad for him. You brought up, uh, the, you know, the, someone getting hurt. So Alex Smith returns back two years after his lifetime oh, yeah. leg injury. Um, that's another crazy story. Uh, you know, I thought he was done myself. So he returns. Who is he playing for now, Alex? Uh, Washington. Okay. Uh, Washington football team. <laughs> Mark, hey, that's Mark's team, Washington. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mark. Right, yeah, yeah. I remember back in the day, uh, back in the day, Mark wearing that that. Uh, I don't want to use the the R word, but the Washington hat. I I remember him. Uh, I remember him wearing that I, for for sure. But uh, but yeah. So he he took over for uh, Dwayne Haskins, I think it was, and uh, he looked pretty good, man. I mean, it, it's that you know. It, it, it takes a lot, man. He, like I said, he once again used the word persevered. I mean, he, you know, he didn't think that he was ever going to, you know, probably make it back. I, I don't know. I don't want to speak for him. But, yeah, to see him back on the field was pretty it's pretty awesome, man. You know, he was quarterback for the 49ers for a minute and all that. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, one guy comes back, another guy goes down. I mean, you know, that was pretty uh, crazy Sunday. Yes, yeah. we're gonna move. We're gonna move yeah. on to NBA. The Lakers won, despite what I was uh, going for. You know, I was going for the underdogs. <laughs> right. Uh, so the, they win Game Six. Um, I know you said you're more of a basketball fan. Who did you? Who did you actually? Who were you pulling for, Jose? LeBron. <laughs> you were pulling for LeBron. So are you? A, are you a LeBron fan? So even when he was in Miami, with Cleveland, yeah, yeah. you were okay. I'm so a, it doesn't matter what team he plays for. Yeah, I just I just like him. I think uh, him being six eight two fifty, he's probably to me the best all around player. You know what I'm saying? Besides, sure. not that For I'm sure. not gonna take nothing away from Kobe. Kobe no, is the but... best ever. But right. I mean, all around, I'm talking about that can play every position. I right. Mean, I mean, mm -hmm. LeBron yeah. could get down there and bang with the big guys. You know, he's that strong. He's that. Yeah, they had him. Yeah, they had him. Strong. Not to cut you off, Jose, but they had him in I think it was like round two. I don't know who they played. 
they had him at center, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, it's like, he's a, yeah, he's a strong boy. He's so strong. And that's what I, 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 res I respect that. Yeah, he was a choke artist at first when he first came in. But, I, you know, I still had to, I still had to you know, go with him. I just liked his game. I liked the strong game. I liked how he takes it right. to the rack, which, you know, when I played, I didn't, I'm not the best. I'm just saying. But when I played, that's right. what I like to do. I like to take it to the rack. Right. You're an aggressive hole. player, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. And I, I like that. I about pretended him. I was LeBron. No. Yeah, he just, you know, he... You know, <laughs> obviously, my era was Michael Jordan, obviously, you know, so I mean, yeah. I got to, he's right. the GOAT, All of ours. he's the GOAT, mm -hmm. no matter what, For sure. you know, For sure. Kobe was the closest thing to the, uh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely LeBron, wherever LeBron went, that's who I, I, I rooted for, you know, but, you know, uh, I got various players that I like, but I just, I'm a LeBron fan, right, for sure. right, right. So I'm glad so many, that's, that's, how, that's how many like times a night did you play basketball since you grew up and went to Munger and went to Chatsy? How many times did you play basketball at that park? Bro, I never played basketball until I went to prison. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, my, my little cousin, I was like, I ain't playing no basketball. I mean, we, I lived at that. I lived at yeah. that park. Right. Oh, at that park. oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, bro. Me, Johnny went up there. Junie, we all were to play, play basketball up there. Because that's, 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 that's where the big, that's where the adults played. So we went to play over there. I played at Listen, that prison I'm, basketball ain't no joke, okay? My my right. cu my cousin, my cousin, uh, actually, my younger cousins were the ones that showed me how to even play basketball when I was uh, before I got incarcerated in '91, and then I got locked up. I liked playing basketball. We used to always go play. I mean, I played. But that's when I started really playing was when I got to prison. You know what I'm saying? And it's right. just, yeah. like she said, the prison ball ain't no joke. You know, it's like, there it's is a big, no joke. The, yes. It did not to cut you off, but so I, oh. I play tennis and I go to the courts and next to the one side of the court is basketball. And the other side of the court is. I want to um, know what your tennis outfit is. That's all hey. I want to know. Oh my God. I want to know what your tennis outfit is. <laughs> all like, I want to know listen, is, is it the short skirt? And is it a G-string? That's all I want to know. <laughs> is there any other <laughs> options? Like, right, right. come on. Yeah, you got to wear a G-string. If it's full, it's way too much. And there's just there's okay. too much running. Too much running, too much material. The least now, possible. Tennis, you know, it, it helps with my aerodynamics when I don't have any clothes on. <laughs> <in them. laughs> so, but anyways, back to this. <clears throat> so, focus. Um, so, basketball on one side of the court and racquetball on the other and you know you'll yeah. see kids playing and stuff but I know which men have been to prison when they come to play because they are swatting them balls the racquetball guys they don't even use a racket they're hitting the ball with no. their hand yeah hardcore like yeah. I can hear it on the other side of the wall and I'm yeah. and I'm scared I'm like damn yeah, racquetball is a big racquetball is a big life Latino thing in the joint. Right. Uh, oh, there and, yeah. and here in Arizona, that's a lot yeah. of our population. So yeah. when they come to play, and, I, and I'm just hitting my ball, and I'm, you know, we're playing, and and I can hear the smack, and I'm like, oh, yeah, they prison, it's uh, <laughs> they prison playing over there. Yeah, it's it's different, you know, when you first get in there. I mean, I got an extra small scar here from uh, playing basketball. Damn. My, my yeah. tooth went through like, my tooth went through my lip actually. Damn. Uh, yeah, it's 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 very they physical. Play, play. Yeah, they play. all that crying they stuff play, is. Play. Forget it. All that know. crying. Yeah. So you were, you were pulling for the Lakers, right? Out. Yep. Definitely <laughs> pulling for the Lakers. Okay. Hey, and just to give you a little uh, 
you know, LeBron's the first player to win MVP for three different teams. So, I mean. That's another stat. Yeah, he's great in his own way, obviously. Yeah. I hate to say it because I'm a diehard Piston fan. I wanted Jordan to lose every every game. It just wasn't going <laughs> yeah. happen or every series. But he, he did, you know, they were arguing that the, the next – the topic after the Lakers won the championship for, like, the next two or three days was who's better. Who was the greatest, Jordan? I was just like, why is that even a, a, a question, Jordan or LeBron? And I'm like, I mean, you know, yeah, come you on, can. man. Yeah. Jordan, Michael Jordan did not lose. He never lost. Never. Never lost to teams. LeBron no, James no. lost to, to, to Dallas and to the yeah. Spurs. And to, Jordan never, ever lost. So, yeah. he. But, uh, you know, they got to they gotta make some, uh, you know, make some stuff up, whatever. They got to make some hype. They got to make some hype. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, right, right. It, it's not like the it, it, uh, – the NBA doesn't have the – I don't think doesn't have the talent that it used to back in the day. I mean, right. each team had, like, great players. You know what I mean? Like, right. You, know, you had Elijah right. one. You know, you got, you know, so many different people just – Even so, off the bench. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, the the Mavericks, the Suns. I mean, right, each right, team, right. you got Jason Kidd. You know, I like – I was a point guard fan. So, I mean, I loved right. Isaiah, but I respected Joe Dumars because he was the only right, person right, right, that right, right. just made Jordan – you know, just right, 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 right. There was yeah. a, and he played it. He he played the game so gracefully. You know, I kind of oh. compare him to like Barry Sanders type player. You know, he just for sure. He really for did. Sure. He really yeah, did. For sure. You know, Joe Dumars was definitely one of my favorite point guards right, of, of right. all time. Like you know, basketball nowadays, it's to me, basketball became turned into a business. You know, it's too, uh, yeah, it's yeah. too political. It's too much business, yeah. and it's yeah. the the love for it is gone. Yeah, it's gone. Compared, it's gone. It's all yeah, about it's how gone. much money can I make? Can I get a sneaker? contract mm-hmm. right. and i ain't mad at yeah, him for that either i mean but no. right. for me it's as definitely a, not the same as us when we were yeah, growing for up me as a fan it's like eh, whatever you know right and that's why i appreciate guys like uh you know like steph curry because you know, oh, I, yeah. I got I, I got his i got his rookie card and on the back of it it says that he couldn't like like he was just so doubted that he couldn't he wasn't gonna make it that far in the league, he couldn't shoot the three ball that good and this and that. He'll be in and out of the league, and I'm just like, <laughs> look at him now. You know what I mean? So yeah. those type of players, like, stop bringing everybody down and 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 you know, saying this. You know, it's always uh, you know, who's better than who, man? Just always haters. When you, when you see these yeah. great players, man, just enjoy enjoy the game and shit, because you don't get that no more. It's very rare. I mean, so, Enrique, do you remember Spud Webb? Yeah. Oh yes. man. Yeah. Oh. Muggsy, Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy Bogues. I mean, Bud yeah. Webb won the, the dunk contest. Dunk contest. Right? Yeah, right. he won the dunk contest. Five seven. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like amazing, man. Yeah, yeah. You know who 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 could do that? You know, five seven we'll and never you never see that again. Nah, Dominique Wilkins. I mean, power right. dunk mm-hmm. like just right, right, right. not the same. Just crazy. But not the same. Uh, well, I just wanted to know if you were pulling for the Lakers. So we're gonna move on yes. to the MLB. Um, Cincinnati Reds, big red machine, Joe Morgan, uh, Hall of Famer, second baseman <laughs> dies, age 77. I know, uh, Alex, this was a kind of a, uh, a thing because Sparky Anderson was the manager skipper right. at the time when right, the big right. red machine, you got, uh, you got Bench, you got, uh, Pete Rose, you got Joe Morgan. I mean, yeah. just a great team. Um, so hats off to Joe Morgan yeah. and his passing, um, I think uh, Johnny Bench said um, Joe Morgan wasn't the best second baseman that he knew. He was just a he was just a really good friend, and he was my he was my second baseman. So right. uh, he 
that was I think he got a little sad, Johnny Bench, because right, right, right. yeah, Joe Morgan. Joe Morgan. So yeah, um, and obviously I didn't. I I was too young to 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 really watch him play. I wasn't even born yet, but I did look up highlights and stuff like that. And uh, you know, I I watched highlights of of that, those teams, seventy five, seventy six. Right. They won back-to-back championships. And, uh, you know, what made me look at that before he passed away was Sparky Anderson because I was just a diehard Tiger fan. But, uh, yeah, he was. When you look up his numbers, man, I mean, guy was a 10-time All-Star, you know, like I said, back-to-back champion. In eight years, he played with the Reds. He had, he had 406 stolen bases, 816 runs scored. I mean, back then, that was like, you know what I'm saying? That, that, amazing. That's amazing. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and he's not, and you know, to mention a few other names like that passed away this year, uh, Whitey Ford, Bob Gibson. Whitey Ford died, yeah. Luke, yeah. Luke Brock, Tom Seaver, and of course, the legend over here, LK Line, man. So, right. God bless them all. Condolences, Ed. So, right. So, pretty crazy. Uh, list. MLB, the pennant race is on. You got the, AL, the ALS. Um, and then you got the, the, uh, the other series that they're tied up 3 3. Uh, 3-2 on this side. Um, who, who you got going to the World Series, Alex? Yo, well, I did have Houston. <laughs> okay. Houston and, uh, and the Dodgers, but it ain't I, – I, Tampa Bay just – They're man, killing they play, it. They're, they're playing amazing, man. I haven't seen them play that good since Joe Madden was the manager. Uh, right. You know, like when 2014 or whatever year that was. Uh, right. But, yeah. Yeah, so it, I I don't know. Jose, we'll you we'll watch see. you watch baseball? Uh, no, nah, man. It's like uh, I like going to the Tigers games and stuff like that. But right. I don't really, I could watch baseball. To I used to like baseball again back in the day. You know, right. um, I remember when the Tigers won right here. You know, I was I was there was a store here on the corner on Fifty Second. It was called Damn. Mona's Party. Yeah, Mona's Party Store, and I used to work there. And wow. Yeah, I remember when they won, bro, and they were just. You know, every, it was just crazy. Mobbing. It was, man, it was slapping. It was <laughs> crazy. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. So, I remember I mean, that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and also, uh, I'm a Yankees fan as well, you know. Sorry, Jose. I was, I, I'm not a Yankee. He liked you Tigers all fan. the way up until yeah. there. Yeah, I, was, I was happy they got as, as soon as I, I was surprised. But, yeah, as soon as I heard Enrique say how about you know what right, he said right, about, right. I was like, eh, he's not gonna but like I it. love Derek Jeter. I love Derek. Should Jeter. I let him know? Sure. Yeah, I know. I'm like, ah, eh. we was cool throughout this whole. Uh, right, right. Right. Like, ah. This you is know? where I'm gonna exit. Yeah. I mean, hey, 27 championships, man. You can't really hate on it, but you know, yeah, you know. like I, I always tell people, I was like, hey, I you know if you're, you can't be a Yankees fan and a diehard Tigers yeah. fan. You can be a Tigers fan, but. Not a diehard, so that's just yeah. me. Though. Yeah, <laughs> I digress. I, you know, I like the Tigers as well. You know what I'm saying, but you know, it's just right, right, right. You know, it's always been to me. Mm-hmm. It's always that's just part of my New York side, I guess. You know what I'm saying? I just right, like right, right. Right. Had, you I know, I like, respect. You know, I respect it you know, <laughs> for it's, sure. Gary Jeter, definitely my favorite, one of my favorite players. You know, oh, he was, you know what? Every, every Michigan time. Michigan State. Michigan State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every so time, green. every every season when the Tigers play the Yankees, even going back, I got a ticket from, like, 1992. I, you know, and, like, I would try to make sure that I I always go and watch them play the Yankees. And I got, yep. I said, I said third baseline, man, like, row two. So I could see, I wanted to, one of the last games Derek Jeter played, yeah, uh, I think the second before his last season, I was like, I just want to see him do the, you know, the the his infamous uh, 
Yeah. You know, you, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and that, it was awesome to watch them. So yeah, I, you know. Wasn't he from Battle Creek, right? From Battle I just Creek. Love the, the history. Kalamazoo. Battle Creek. Oh, yeah, Kalamazoo. Yeah, yeah, that area. Kalamazoo. Yeah. 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 So uh, we're gonna move on to more of a political thing. So. There was one person killed in the Black Lives Matter out in Denver last week. Um, we're about 20 days from a new president or a reelected president. Um, and, and I don't know the ins and outs. Are you allowed to vote, Jose? That yeah. now that, yes, so yeah. you can yeah. vote. So um, I know there's a lot of people that say, I'm not going to fucking vote. My vote don't count. Who gives a fuck? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, I got to be honest with you. The same shit is just a different bozo in there, right? Right. In the next, let's say, 30 to 60 days, if President Trump gets Mm reelected, is there a civil war in the streets? If Biden gets reelected, is there a civil war in the streets? And are you going to vote? Um, I'm definitely going to vote. Um, in my opinion, I mean, this is ingrained in me from being incarcerated. Uh, I don't, I don't discuss too much religion and I don't discuss uh, politics because it's probably what causes the biggest separation amongst people. Um, I think everyone's entitled to their own opinion as long as you're not trying to, you know, Force your opinion on me. Force your opinion on me. Like, oh, you shouldn't do this. You know, right. let's, <laughs> let's just skip all that, you know. Um, but I think either way, whoever wins, I think there's going to be an issue. Because there's going to be an uproar if, if Trump wins, and there's going to be an uproar if Biden wins. Right. Um, I, I didn't vote last year um, just because I was just like, eh, I didn't like either one. Yeah, I didn't. You know, like, oh, you t- <laughs> Wait a minute. And. 2016, you weren't allowed. You were still incarcerated. I mean, yeah, no, I was. No, yeah, yeah, in 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I was. I was out for that, wasn't I? Mm, no, you said you got. Oh, it no, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Um, because um, uh, when my boy asked me like, "Are you gonna vote?" I'm like, "Yeah," you know what I'm saying. And he's like, "Well, if you don't, then you can't complain." Blah blah blah. I'm like, I don't either. <laughs> yeah. I either adjust and adapt, you know what I'm saying? So, right. I mean, it's one or the other, you know? So it's like, when you think about it, I have to voice my opinion and hopefully that my vote counts. I'm sure it does. Um, like I said, I think there's going to be mayhem either which way it goes. Yeah. Because the fact that everyone's so mad if all the Trump supporters are going to be mad mm-hmm. that Trump is out. And Joe is in, and the Joe and Democratic people are going to be independent, whatever you want to call it, are going to be upset that Trump is still there. You know, so mm-hmm. I don't think I don't yeah. think it's a win-win. I don't think it's a win-win situation at that time. Right. Um, no, there's going to be animosity from be both some, sides. Yeah, there's definitely going to be animosity somehow. Protests, yeah. <laughs> protests, right. going to be you know uh, conflict. People look mm-hmm. at things differently. I mean, to be honest, bro. I mean. Things are different now. You know what I'm saying? It's right. almost yeah, kind There's everybody's you know, got soft skin. <laughs> yeah. Somebody the other day had a good point, and I and I th- I mean, and it's something that's obvious we knew, but you know, when you you hit on saying, um, when Enrique said, you know, oh, I'm not voting, or or like your cousin yeah. said, well, if you vote, you can't complain. Well, you know, I used to be one of those people. Where I'm like. 
my vote doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter, you know. And then I listened to some some people from older generation and yeah. women and um, minority, and they said, you know, we want you to vote. We 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 fought so hard for women and for people of the different ethnicities and blacks to be able to vote and Latino and all that 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 when you don't vote, it's kind of an insult to your ancestors that fought to be able to do that. And so whether you like both candidates or not, you have to take a conscious effort to sit down and look at what's going to be the best option, but regardless, yeah, yeah, go out and vote. I mean, you know, I'm a, Enrique, what, well, I'm a 70s baby, you know what I'm saying? So I- I'm a 70s baby. Yeah, you're Same. a 70s, right? <clears throat> Same. Okay, we so grown. We grown, right? So, <laughs> we grown. You know, Enrique, you know how it was back in the 70s. I mean, ra- racism was still prevalent. And again, being <laughs> dark skin, you know, as mm-hmm. I am, you know, I wasn't looked at as the little Puerto Rican kid. I was looked at as that black kid, you know? So right. <clears throat> I experienced being African-American without being African-American. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I had curly ass hair. You know, I was dark skin. You know, I'm on a street. Afro. Afro, exactly. (laughs) I did. (laughs) For real. And Mm -hmm. I experienced that, you know. So to to for people that don't experience that, you know, it's a little it's a little harsh and insensitive for you to say, Oh, you know, racism doesn't exist because it does. Uh, No one knows that I'm a lot of people don't know I'm Puerto Rican. You know, all throughout school they always ask me, What are you, black and what? And I look at them like Yeah, like my mix. I'm like I'm Puerto Rican. They're like, oh, well, you're just a nigga with good hair. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, <laughs> you know? So it's like- You got that good hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's a joke and everything, but at the same time, you know, right. racism was real for me. And Absolutely. I don't, really, I don't really talk about it, but it, it, it's not to, I don't, I don't want no sympathy because I, it right. just made me stronger. No, but, but, what but to is, speak out on yeah, it is- Yeah, yeah, for to. sure. Or it's uh, never right. going to end. Right. I, I wasn't able to go on certain people's porches. I wasn't allowed mm. to go in certain people's homes. Uh, I had a friend that if he played with our other friend, I had to play in the alley. You know, so while they're tossing the ball in the backyard, I had to sit in the alley and they tossed the ball to me in the alley because Damn. Dan was from Kentucky and he was like, boy, you can't come in my yard. Right. So, wow. you know, those type of things. So, you know, I know what it's like back then and I can see what it's like today. You know, so even when I get pulled over now, now I tell myself again, Jose, you got to do this. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, while people say, oh, it doesn't, it's true, it's not that, it's not this, it's not that. It's because a lot of people don't experience that. You know, they don't have right. to go through yeah. that. Right. When you look, right. you look like uh, America's uh, <clears throat> status quo of normalcy and what an American yeah. should look like. You know, when you look at us, you know, they look at like, oh, it's a black guy. You know, I've walked mm-hmm. down Central across the bridge and seen, you know, a woman walk across the street and then walk back to where she was just because she's seen me walking down the street. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if it does, if you, if you don't, if you don't experience it, don't be insensitive to other people because just because we don't speak about it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. And like right. I said, Absolutely. I don't, I don't talk about it all the time and I'm not ashamed of it, but I've experienced, right. I've experienced racism even from both sides, from, you know, my Latino counterparts to, you know, white people in general. So, 
you know, you get both yeah. ends and you're like, damn, where am I, when am I going to win? You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. You know, especially, I'm not Latino enough. You're caught in the middle. Right. You're caught in the middle. And, and, and yeah, especially you know, growing up in Southwest Detroit, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know you what know, I mean? So. Like, it, it's just like, it's this human nature almost. I hate right. to say that, but it, it, it is. It is. It was, you know, it, it was. And it's, and it's, and it's hard yeah. because you think about it, you know, you got, I got white friends. I got, I got a lot of Mexican friends. I got, <laughs> right. friends, I got you know, right. so I mean, to, I don't, like I said, I don't like speaking politics and I don't like speaking religion, but racism is real, man, and it's insensitive. So one of my, my other, one son is light and the other one's dark and the other one lives in Frazier. So to me, like, I, right. I worry about, I worry about that. Right, right. I don't want yeah. him to, you know, I don't want him to be looked at differently. And he has the, you know, coarse hair, you know, right. and, you know, the little afro. So to me, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I worry about that. In mm -hmm. these times, Absolutely. in these times now, sure. I'm the parent who worries about my dark-skinned son being jumped or you know messed around or you know picked on because of that. You know, so right. you know, right. those are troubled times for a parent. You know, not just mm -hmm. you know, oh, you know, it's not right. true. People are just looking at it that way. Nah, man, it ain't like no, that. no. It's it's very much it's, prevalent. It's very much prevalent. It's very much right. alive. It's very much so, in our faces. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna probably wrap this up, but I wanted to talk about. Uh, a couple of days ago, Cardi B's uh, uh, nipple or nipples. Did you what see I, her? Did you see her and Offset are back together again? I saw <laughs> yeah, last night. Yeah. So he bought her she, a car and a she's billboard. Got, she's got these big pancake oh nipples, right? Uh, she said she said that she was supposed to send it to Offset, but it got to posted to Instagram. Big ass nipples, right? Oops. So okay. so uh, we're gonna put you on a spot, Jose. You like the pancake nipples, the sand dollar nipples? What nipples you like? <laughs> women want to know because the women oh, told me they said Jose it's got not the man. Like we can change them. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. They said Jose got the mad, mad bichotazo. So we got we gotta know right now. We gotta know. We got the we got the pancake nipples. What we got? Which one is which one is yours? Those uh, that's that's a uh, that's a. Uh, uh, what's that? One of them false hood stories, but uh, <laughs> uh, fake news, fake news. That's fake, that's fake hood news, Enrique. I don't know. What you're fake hood news. Uh, no, uh, I don't know, man. Hey, the, hey, this girl from this other girl told me. That's why. Okay, but <laughs> um, some world stars. Said, shit. Yeah, yeah, she said. She said he he got it's great it's great sweat uh, uh, sweat <laughs> season. It really is. <laughs> So, <laughs> so do you like the pancake nipples, the quarter dollar uh, nipple? What nipples? Or is, there, is her nipples just too big? Uh, or you just man, don't you, know, you don't discriminate any nipples? Nah, I'm not. A, I I appreciate them, bro. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a not, That's a politically uh, correct. Let's wait, get wait, that. Wait, wait, let's get that. That's exactly All what it is. All nipple lives you know, matter. Uh, yeah. Like, Damn, all nipples like, matter. Yeah, all nipples matter. But like I said, bro, like, <laughs> oh, uh, hey, that's, a, that's shirt. a shirt. That's a shirt. That's a shirt. All nipples matter. You know, hey, bro. Yeah, like I said, I I, I got I, I got, I got I you red it. as fuck right now. I yeah, got, yeah, you yeah. don't know what you don't know. You don't even know how to answer this question. You don't even know how to answer. You don't know how to answer this question. Yeah, I try. But, to, I, I try to stay away from those kind of questions, man. Uh, you know. Like, <laughs> you got yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I'm a, 
I, I, I'm, uh, I like, I, I, I don't know, bro. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> right. You don't want to give a wrong answer. Hey, so, so we had this discussion at Jordan's. I'm sitting there with Rito, I'm sitting there with Tony. So we got to ask this question. To Jose, what kind of nipples is he? He like the Cardi B nipples? Or that's, <laughs> this was pre-planned. You know what? I, I, see, you know I see that now. Rito see me last night. He's like, ah, oh, Sucio, I got a question for your ass. <laughs> that's where we got it from. Now I see where it came from. Now right. I know where it came from. Right. All right, so, so Tori, pancake yeah. nipples, quarter, what's, tell me what, uh, what's your favorite and which ones you got. Damn, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, I do not have pancake nipples. I have small to medium. Oh God. Like, small to medium. I'm, I'm Sicilian, so they look like Hershey Kisses. Oh, my God. Hershey Kisses. But lighter, okay. but like milk chocolate. Not like, like the logo logo up in the back? Round. Like like milk chocolate. Yeah. They don't have that. Paint the picture. Like, paint the picture. Okay, so you know her hers had all that like the line, like it was all like not um symmetrical. Like mine are perfectly symmetrical. I don't oh my have, god, it's perfect. I don't have weird little like run on lines and all squiggly line. No. Mm -mm, oh perfect. my god. <laughs> and I'm very blessed. I'm, yeah. All right. So. All right and they're Alex. centered too. Like they're not Alex. like Google, you know, there's ones over here or like way high or way low. You ever see like, yeah, offset, speaking of offset, right? No pun intended. So that's why I heard nipples. Never mind. So Alex, what is your, what do you like? Man, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Whatever, when the bra comes off, whatever I see. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do the water boy thing, right? I really appreciate what you're showing me right now. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you yeah. Go. He said, "When the bra exactly. comes off, I'm whatever." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it all. Yeah, I like it all too. I like it. I'm more, I'm more of a big nipple guy. As long as there's no hair yeah. on it, I'm okay. <laughs> Have you ever <laughs> Man, what a I, what a segue, huh? <laughs> you know, working at the strip club, I see a lot of different nipples. And so some you see, you're like, ooh, that doesn't look good. I've seen tattooed nipples. I've seen it all. We got no, a shirt, bro. I, I had, I've had a, nipples, I've had a nipple. I think I was 16. I had a nipple experience. They were, they were not the, you know, they were big. They were, and but there was a long ass fucking hair out of it. I'm like, what is this oh hair God. doing here? Oh, no. <laughs> like it doesn't belong there. Hey, you know what? What do you even do? Do you okay? What do you do? Do you ignore it or do you pluck it? You pluck it. Oh my god! Real fast. So the last thing, the last thing I want to touch on, Jose. I'm wearing this shirt. It has the astronaut. What the? What is the meaning behind that? Because you do have the astronaut shirt by itself, and then you had that. You know, you you've done a couple different things. Yeah. That also is part of another one of my drawings uh, uh, I drew in 2015. Um, again, uh, I started experimenting with uh, creative juices, like putting things together in my head that I just felt would be there. So over a time period, I came up with that astronaut because it was kind of like, uh, you know, you reaching for the stars, you know what I'm saying? There's no limit. Obviously, space Damn. is 
infinite, you know. So for me, the infinite meant a, uh, something personal to me because I'm trying to, I'm just trying to do different things, man. I just, right. like I said, none against my niggas that's in the hood doing what they do. Mm -hmm. I, I, hey, man, I totally respect it. I'm not telling nobody to stop hustling the way they hustle. I'll never do that. It was just for me. I just feel I just needed to do something else. But obviously space, <clears throat> you can't breathe, so you got to put that suit on in order to breathe. So Damn. that's why I chose the, the astronaut. And then that's deep. Uh, that's awesome. me, when, when Detroit was going through its biggest uh, embarrassment, which is that bankruptcy, you know, we were the best, first major city in the United States to ever file right. bankruptcy. But we're also coming back from it, and we came back from it like nothing before. So to mm -hmm. me, that individual who was the uh, uh, organizer for the whole bankruptcy and how to get us the financial advisor on how to get us out of that crunch. And Enrique, you probably know more about this than I do. I just know what I read. Uh, to me, I felt like he was that astronaut. He, he seen a vision for Detroit and he seen that the city can come back. I mean, we got John Varvatos, we got Nike, we got H&M, we got, you know, uh, Apple, we got Amazon building. Right, pizza, right. And the, the you know, Google down there. Right, we got Google. I mean, you know, we got so many different things now. Yeah, granted, it's in downtown <clears throat> itself, but it's still a part of Detroit. It's the border where Woodward is, is the border of East and West. I mean, so, I mean, we got so much that's going on in Detroit, yeah. you know. Even on the episode with, um, uh, what's his name? Dang, the... Uh, the guy that travels, man, uh, I forgot his name. It's going to come to me. But Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. 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 I loved him. Yeah, I loved him. But even he when said he said it's the Detroit, best place to live. Yeah, and then <laughs> he, he even said, he asked Charlie, uh, the reporter. Yeah, he asked, yeah. Yeah, uh, he said, hey, you know, he asked one of the chefs, you know, why'd you pick Detroit to come and be a, you know, five-star chef? Right. You know, and he looked. Charlie looked at him and was like, shit, we're Detroiters. We like to eat, too. You know? Right. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that interview. I've seen <laughs> yeah. that, man. Mm -hmm. I've seen that. But he said, no. we wear it like a badge. Doesn't matter Charlie how did. far we how and far Charlie, we you from. Guys like, like Mark yeah. Wahlberg. We wear it like a badge. Detroit, yep. doing business. Charlie, and, and Charlie, Charlie the know. Duff. Charlie the Duff. The, the, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. he was great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had his, mm -hmm. I even read his book, man. You know, he's crazy. He's a little. Out yeah, there. I seen that. He's I a little out there, there. But, yeah, he's but, a little out he, there, but yeah. he's still good. Yeah. Speaks his mind. That was part of it, man. So when I drew that, man, there's so much more to it. It's over there. But right, right. there was so much more to it. You know, to me, it's like that astronaut is that every entrepreneur who has that vision, man. But you have to put on that suit. That that suit has to go on, man. You got to breathe. You got to have that oxygen. You know, if you're right. trying to get out there, man, you got to keep going. You know, every day, man, you know, I could wear whatever. But I wear my brand because I believe right. it. You know, right. I, right. I, I, right. If I don't wear it, then how everybody else going to believe it? You know what I'm saying? It's not that right. I don't like other brands, but this is, mm -hmm. this is what I, this is my suit, you know? So I, right, I, right, I, right. I can wear it. Just like, you know, Enrique with Word on the Street. Just like Enrique with Taste of the D. You know, just right. like, you, you know, you love your tap out. I mean. Everything, man. It's just that suit every day, man. If you're trying to, you trying to reach goals, man, and put that suit on right, every day, man. Right, you know, right. Let everything else bounce off, you know. For uh, sure. Like, like, uh, like Torby said earlier, you know, people are gonna hate, people ain't gonna like it, people ain't gonna like what that it's you doing what you're doing. It's, that's all right. relevant, you know. No, it's not relevant, you know. It's just, hey, you know, there, yeah, there's different yeah. flavors for everybody, yeah. man. For yeah, sure. man. You know, what I'm I, you can't I, please everybody. I tend to not. I tend to not tell a lot of people when I have something in the works because as soon as you start to tell other people, they start to have a little bit, oh, like you said, your, your cousin, well, why do you want to do a t-shirt? Right. Yeah. What's yeah. different? And they start yeah. filtering that negativity in there and you yep. get that 
yeah. those self doubts and you're like, I don't know what, okay. you know, but, but again, you have to go back to thinking it's your dream. This is right. your goal. And if yeah. everybody had your dream and your goal, they'd all be doing it. They're not yeah, going to exactly. see your vision. They're yeah. not going to see your vision. And I always, I just always tell myself, you know, as soon as someone hits with the negative, it block it out, let it bounce off me. I'm yeah. three feet from gold. Yeah. I'm three yeah. feet from gold. Don't worry yeah. about it. Right. Don't worry about it. When I started learning how to write, man, I kept trying to always edit everything because I would ask four or five people to read something. I'm the same like, way. Yeah, they're like, yeah, that's dope, but two I'm writing like, right oh, now. Man, I don't know. Yeah. You're like, oh, let me change it, you know. But then I, I actually <clears> met this. I had a good friend of mine named uh, Roy Milligan. He's entrepreneur. He's a book writer. He's written like 15 books. He wrote five books from prison. Uh, he's still out here doing his thing. He's got a couple trucking businesses that go uh, from. Uh, East to West Coast, uh, hauling cars. He's got like five trucks. You know, he's just doing great. And he told me, he said, man, just write what you write. And he goes, don't worry about pleasing everybody. He goes, because not everybody going to like what you do. He right. said, just write, do what you do, and just keep it moving. Same thing with the, the, the design of the apparel. Not everyone's going to like what I do. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's okay. Yeah. I'm not, yep. I can't appease everybody. Okay. Right, right, right. The people that do like it, I'm grateful for, and I appreciate You know, so with that shirt that you got on Enrique, that was like the third one I made with the astronaut it was the half one right all right and then I did the train station with the half one and then I did the Greek time one I had to get right. permission from Pappy's actually before I even came wow. out of the uh -huh. oh nice yeah so I went down I miss Pappy's yeah I went down there, <laughs> I miss Greek down <laughs> I talked to the owner a friend of mine we went down there uh she was bartender her name's Chrissy and she said hey that's the owner and she was like hey he wants to talk to you so he talked to me and I asked him, I said, look, man, I got this design. I showed him what it was. And uh, he just said, hey, man, just bring me a shirt and you can just do what you want to do. <laughs> nice. so, I, so I brought him a shirt and I just printed it out. So basically, it's just the everyday person, man, who just has a, a dream. Man. Goal. It's a reminder. Yeah, it's a reminder, man. Just don't stop, man. So like I, said, I started with the half. I came out with the whole, you know, ascending where he was kind of, you know, rising. And then I came out with the uh, Greek town, like, you know, he's reaching. He's like, I'm, I'm almost there, you know. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's like a storyline behind the whole right, thing. Right. You, know? Mm -hmm. you know, it's just not something I just decided to do. Like, you know, I mean, astronaut is universal. Anyone, you, you know. So I know, but there's right. definitely happy, you know? a meaning behind it. Yeah, yeah I have my it's own. It's deep, too. It's yeah. deep, so too. We're going to wrap this up. Jose, I want you to yes, give your address to your store, your web address. Yeah. I want to appreciate your time. Thanks for the insight. And Thank even you. though you didn't answer the nipple question, <laughs> I'll take, I'm going to have to take you privately later. I'm going to take you privately later and you tell me off the record I'm taking, I'm taking about the nipples. Road. I'm taking <laughs> that road. Hey, Enrique, I'll tell you in person, bro. Okay. Uh, my, my store is at uh, 7421 Michigan Avenue, located right on the corner of 51st Michigan Avenue. Uh, my website, DetroitForever313.com. Uh, and then uh, on Facebook, Jose Rivera, uh, you'll see it on there. Uh, well, I guess you got to look for a little bit of the brand, but you'll see it. Because my son's name is also Jose Rivera, but obviously you'll see that that profile pic is white and I am dark. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so uh, Instagram, same thing. I got an Instagram, DetroitForever313. Uh, you can go on Instagram as well. Uh, help me get those follows up on Instagram. So uh, much love, y'all. Yeah. Appreciate your time. Yeah. Yeah. Thank uh, you for right. your time. Uh, uh, it was a pleasure. Anything Likewise, you want to... Any, 
Anything you want to plug, Tori, before we go? Um, I just want to say happy birthday to my bestie, Michelle. Today's her birthday. And then I okay. want to give a super, super happy, happy, happy birthday to my son, Dominic. Son, happy birthday, Dominic. Yeah, he'll be 25 tomorrow. So I'm okay. very proud. Yes, happy birthday. Very happy blessed, birthday. Mom. How about you, Thank Alex? You. Anything? Uh, no, I'm good for today, man. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. <laughs> hey, yeah. Oh, yeah, birthday, really hey, yeah. happy birthday to you. Have fun at Every your party day. tonight. Hey, Jose, I want to appreciate your time, man. I know this is probably yeah. the longest podcast, but I dig, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is long. This yeah, is great. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna we'll get the nipple question answered. Yeah, yeah. We'll, feel, just, we'll feel better. I want one of those shirts. I'll, I'll I, I, I want one. a nipple I'll, lives matter shirt. <laughs> <laughs> nipples. All nipples matter. Tune in next tune in. Tune in next week. We're gonna have Marisol that does the makeup. Uh, she does the cosplay, and then Sunday we're gonna have um, we're gonna have Alex's boy doing the marketing. So yeah, we're gonna go one on Ronnie Courtney. We're gonna one on one. Jose, I want to appreciate your time. I'm gonna drop this right here. Thanks, brother. I'll see you later. Love you. Much love. God bless. God bless. <laughs> Sorry, it won't queue up. Hold on. What the hell? See what happens when we're doing remote. When we're doing remote, what the hell? Fun, DJ. That's why you gotta let me DJ. Uh. <laughs> Blame it on the nipples. <laughs> yeah, all, all nipples life matters, baby. All nice. I love that. Love you guys. You guys talk to you later. See you guys later. Bye. Yeah,